0: Obviously, you are not a golfer. What kind of beer do you like?
1: Heineken!
2: Fuck that shit! Pack, spoon, ribbon! You take drugs, Danny? Every yeah. day. Good. So, what's the problem?
3: I don't know. I drink
4: your milkshake! I drink it up!
0: so bitch. You stole mine.
3: It's too fucking long of a movie to just talk, go through the whole entire story, so I just have it kind of separated into scenes, like my notes are in scenes, and then got clips. We we can tell the story of Scarface between us.
5: I basically just wrote down quotes that I liked. <laughs>
4: yeah, I wrote down,
3: like, have... scene headings, and then
4: like there wasn't anything like, oh, I caught that. It was more like, sweet leopard print interior, and then quote. <laughs> 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 Shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Mel the cop is drinking milk. <laughs> several Scarface
5: quotes. <laughs> it's a cream puff. Yeah. <laughs> it's Cadillac <laughs> it's Cadillac it's a cream puff
3: <laughs> I did have that clip just it's a cream puff and I was like eh there's too many clips I, I gotta take it
5: <laughs> like I said I, I even cut down I tried to narrow down the, the clips that I sent you to get cause I could've sent you about twice as many mm-hmm. cause like every fucking line in the movie is so memorable
4: Yep. anything out of Tony's mouth is pretty much gold <laughs>
5: Every line. <laughs> hey, look at my friend there. He's going to go stick his tongue out to that lady. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: the the mom just doesn't care that her two young sons are talking to a stranger.
4: Yeah. Uh, oh. It's the 80s, She's, like, she's supervising. She's
3: got coked out.
4: It's the early 80s. <laughs> he, has,
5: he hasn't done anything, anything yet. You know? It's a public place.
3: Lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> I always love that line. <laughs> you want to just move your mic just a little closer. Well, there you go, the stand. Is that good enough? I think Jones's levels are looking pretty good. Just make sure you talk into the mic. On point. <laughs> On point. I'm be doing a lot of this. And this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right, let's you, do this. You could do it mic in hand, but then you get the, the bumps. Right. Because you yep. can't sit still.
4: Daddy don't like the bumps. <laughs> They're from from something.
3: Uh, my head. You <laughs> <laughs> don't like the bumps. <laughs> All right, welcome back to WTM. Watch this movie. I am Eric Mulder.
0: So he says, him damn near killed him."
3: Joining me today is Mister Positivity brett brett the hitman heart well i just feel that we're all made exactly the way we're supposed to be oh well, no hey i no i'm a christian and you ain't gonna sit there and blame god for how you look okay also joining us today is mr jones is back with us how are you sir good
5: you all know me know how i earn a living i'll catch this bird for you but it ain't gonna be easy it's bad fish not like going down the pond chasing bluegills or
3: tommycats. Have you heard his new clip? That's right. You listened to the Easy Rider. I episode. I did listen to the Easy
5: Rider one. Yeah, That's a
4: good clip, huh?
3: It's
5: a bit of a lengthy clip.
4: <laughs> yeah, I talked about that.
5: <laughs> I didn't. I listen. I, I haven't decided. To, I didn't. I listened to the episode, but you know, just I was in and out.
4: I haven't decided if I want to change it. Yeah, I might switch it up again. Again, yeah. Okay,
5: you could be like Jason and just say, "Use that other clip." What other clip? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't forget what it was.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was another one that he had given me, but I guess. it was another Jason. I think it was like the mob talking about my sweet Jason or something like that in the first one.
5: That sounds um, worse. Um. Yeah, I don't know.
3: Uh, we'll, we'll come up with something for him. <laughs> <laughs> Bodies by Jason, dude. I already <laughs> thought of this goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, Jason could not make it today. He had, uh, he's he's in the middle of a 28-hour day, so. Coding,
4: just fucking, <laughs> he's logged in. He's logged in. You should have got the social network quote. Justin and Jim uh, he's plugged in right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> fucking Sean uh,
4: Parker, little Napster bastard.
3: You know it. All right, today... We're doing a big one, Scarface. This is a leftover, although a little debatable. Oh,
4: and
5: what's so stinking about it? This is a leftover episode?
2: Yeah, was, Oof,
5: He told a, me that, and I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. It's like the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's. I, I think it's
3: cultural impact alone. <laughs> yeah, cultural impact says something, but. Think of all the cultural impact that Black Panther's had this year. Would you call it top 10 of the year?
5: In one year? I haven't well, seen it. Black so Panther? Know. Yeah. I
4: don't know. On what rating? For impact? No, not for impact. Just how good
3: of a movie it is. Top like, 10? Yeah, of the year.
5: Let's see in 10 years if it holds up. Because Scarface is going strong. Yeah, I was going to say, this, is a, live, five years this is a leftover
4: like from 83 to 95. Then you could do Leftover. <laughs> and then after that,
3: it's pretty much gold. Actually, I think <laughs> after '95 is when you call it a leftover. No, because looking did, back on the '80sness of it, yeah, the montages, the sometimes poor dialogue. You know, even if it's it's a period piece. You know, Al Pacino is so entertaining as Tony Montana doesn't have the best dialogue, and it came some out flaws, in '83,
5: but, but it's set in nineteen what eighty?
3: Yeah, through shortly thereafter, '81 to '82. So it's a
5: period piece. Yeah. So it should look really 80s. That's, <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, but I beats. mean, like,
3: yeah, the synth stuff, there's montages, there's a lot of stuff that they don't do anymore because they look down upon. The you don't watch of, The Godfather and see a montage. I love that montage. That is you one know. for the ages. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. But I love 80s movies. I'm <laughs> just saying it's, it's not a perfect movie. Let's put it that way. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn close. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there isn't all that much to analyze and break down like we do with a with a breakdown. What gangster movie would you True. put a,
5: would, would you put above Scarface?
3: A lot. Goodfellas, Godfather one and two, Once Upon a Time in America, Casino. And no, eh, no, not quite. I like Casino,
5: but how about I gang- like Scarface, gangster buddy. movies that don't involve Italians? Um. Hmm. How about The, the Departed? Are they th- Irish. Uh, you know,
4: I don't know if I'd put that above it. On entertainment. I, I would
5: put Scarface above The Departed.
4: No. Departed's better. But... Uh, man, I might. I don't know. Back How and would, forth.
3: Animal Kingdom? Yeah, I'd definitely put Animal Kingdom above it. How about gangster oh. movies featuring Cubans? <laughs> 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 Okay, well, Scarface doesn't count because so Al Pacino's it, not Cuban. But no, well, he plays a Cuban. <laughs> that he does. And uh, there's only like two Cubans in the film. Well, Stephen Bauer. So, so it's better um, than uh, Manolo. Here's a fun fact dolphins aren't fish, they're mammals. <laughs> uh, no, the. Yeah. I, I'd put it over. Manny is. I'd put it over. Stephen Bauer is Cuban, way. and then uh, the guy who plays Chi Chi. He's also Cuban I forget his name He's so name. fucking small <laughs> Yeah <laughs> He's tiny I
5: couldn't I couldn't Get over how small Chi Chi was This time when I watched I'm like damn He really is small
3: Tony's mom is Puerto Rican F. Murray Abraham Is a Syrian And Big Murray Something else I forget Did you watch uh, Curb
5: in Your Enthusiasm This past season No F. Murray Abraham Was on there And uh They called him Big Murray big <laughs> <Meg> murray <laughs> oh he was on theirs himself yeah oh yeah. funny because <laughs> uh larry wrote a uh a musical a stage musical and uh i forget i think big murray was a replacement for somebody and then uh oh what the hell did he what was the term they used for uh big murray kept noticing that larry was wearing the same pants all the time uh Outfit tracked him. He was yeah, out, something like outfit he was, tracking, was outfit tracking uh, Larry and it, it didn't end well.
3: <laughs> 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 All right. Back to Scarface. Um Yeah, I just wanna get right into it into the deets. We can break break it down a little bit, but it's basically capitalism, good or bad? That type of thing. Mostly that's just a, well, no. It's mostly that just a, it, a criticism. <laughs> it's a criticism. <laughs> it's a criticism of capitalism or the dangers of capitalism. Or just highlighting well. Miami cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, that's oh, I know. Always. But like people that want to, I guess people who are socialists will point to this movie. And go see dangers of capitalism, right? I was like, well, he fucking fled communism to get there. He's selling right. drugs. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> different. It yeah. is totally different. This hey, supply and demand. And he's, to he's,
4: support Brett's opinion is a period piece on <laughs> Miami drugs. Point blank, watch Cocaine Cowboys, and you'll go, "Oh, this is based on true events." <laughs> fucking Scarface.
3: Yep, which is absolutely true. Yeah, uh, I, I'm pro capitalism, so got yeah. no qualms with me. I'm pro Scarface. So.
5: <laughs> it, it's all true except for the disclaimer in the end credits that says none of this is true. <laughs> don't
2: don't yeah. pretend like it's true. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, we should say Scarface from 1983 directed by Brian De Palma screenplay by Oliver Stone Uh, also credit is given to Howard Hawks and Ben Hecht or Hecht Howard Hawks directed the original from 1932 Hecht did the he was one of the co-writers and then uh, Armitage Trail wrote the 1929 novel Um, and it was also produced by Howard Hughes and Howard Hmm. Hawks I didn't even know it was based on a book yeah
5: well, kind of. I think the first I the original what the book
4: was. was originally
5: How would you know Bubblehead <laughs> <laughs>
1: From the book, motherfucker from the book.
3: Yeah, it was from a book. And uh yeah, it's pretty crazy that it was produced by Howard Hughes. I forget how much that fucking guy did.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: In between being a recluse inside of his mansion and not wanting to talk to people. <laughs> Have you ever seen the aviator?
4: I have not actually. Pretty good. Yeah, I watched I've it last year into. for the first time. That was pretty pretty baller. Oh, pretty yeah. pretty fucking wild.
3: <laughs> um, so this movie starts out you know, with a little scroll, little Star Wars title scroll there. Uh, mass immigration from Cuba, 1980. Now I looked up the historical accuracy of this, and it is pretty uh, accurate. Um, the Mariel boatlift. Was a mass emigration of Cubans from Cuba's Marielle Harbor to the U.S. between April 15th and October 31st, 1980. It was incited by a sharp downturn in the Cuban economy. Go figure. After around 10,000 Cubans tried to gain asylum by taking refuge on the grounds of the Peruvian embassy, the Cuban government announced that anyone who wanted to leave could do so. By the time it ended, around 125,000 Cubans, Cubans had reached Florida and it was discovered that a number of them had been released from Cuban jails and mental health facilities. So, that's pretty true to what it says.
5: Yeah, what did they say 25,000 had uh, criminal records. Yeah, that's the, what the movie, the movie says.
3: Scroll. Uh what I I mean, I was just looking on Wikipedia mostly, but they didn't give an exact number, but you know, nobody can know for sure. Yeah. Needless to say, wouldn't put it past Castro to clean out those fucking prisons <laughs> <laughs> and then uh let's just get right into it let's meet Tony Montana this is him getting interrogated actually before we start you know you talked about the cultural impact of this movie and how much people fucking love it James Franco huge fan of this movie I
2: got
3: Scarface on repeat best movie Scarface on repeat constant y'all <laughs> It's from Spring Breakers. He just loops Scarface on his TV just constant, y'all, all all day long. That's
5: that's the dream. (laughs)
3: Look at my shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's meet Tony Montana.
1: Okay, so what do you call yourself? Como se llama? Antonio Montana. And you? What you call yourself? Where'd you learn to speak the English, Tony? Uh, In a school. and my father, he was uh, from the United States. Yeah, just like you, you know? He was a Yankee. Uh, he used to take me a lot to the movies, you know? I learned. I watched the guys like Humphrey uh, Bogart, James Cagney. They, they teach me to talk. I like those guys. I always know one day I'm coming here, United States. So where's your old man now? He dead. He died in some Somewhere. Mother? She dead, too. What kind of work you do in Cuba, Tony? Ah, oh, you know, this, I was, uh, this, uh, construction business. I work a lot with my aunts. I was in the army. Yeah. Any family in the States, Tony? Any cousins, brother in law, anybody? Oh, nobody. Everybody stayed. You ever been in jail, Tony? Me? Jail? No way. No. Been in a mental hospital? Oh, yeah, and the boat coming over. What about
4: homosexuality, Tony? You like men, huh? You like to dress up like a woman?
1: What the fuck is wrong with this guy, man? I you kidding me or what? Just answer the questions, Tony. Okay, no, okay? Fuck no. Arrested for vagrancy, marijuana? Never, mind. Heroin? No, nothing. Cocaine? No. Where'd you get the beauty scar, tough guy? Eating pussy? I'm not gonna get a scar like that eating pussy. This was when I was a kid, you know?
2: hmm
1: You should see the other kid. Mm-hmm. You can't recognize him. And this? Oh, that's not it. That's for my sweetheart. Sweetheart, my ass. you have been seeing more and more of these. Some kind of code these guys use in a can. Pitchfork means an assassin or something. You want to tell us about
0: it,
5: Montana, or do you want to take a little trip to the detention center?
3: Yeah, that uh, the tattoo's a dead giveaway, so they tell he's been in prison. Yeah.
5: I love that line, uh, where'd you get that beauty scar, tough guy? Eating pussy? <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> Charles Derning and uh, Dennis Franz are the cops that are interrogating him. And it's, all, it's a heavily dubbed scene. Yeah. Yeah. Even Tony had to, or I should say, Al. Al, I, I know him by Al, you know. <laughs> He had, to, he had to dub some of his lines, too. He had to do some ADR. Um, how about those red hot pants on Manny in there? Did you notice those? What, in the Freedom Town? Well, yeah, right when they get to Freedom Town. Well, he's he's got those look- red hot pants. He's a good-looking
4: chap, dude. <laughs> he's trying to get some even in Freedom Town. <laughs> and I bet you he does. <laughs>
5: he's on the prowl 24-7. Yeah. Manolo. I was like, Manny, uh, on the bus over there, Manny's like, I told him what you told me to tell him. So, So,
0: what'd you tell him? told him what you told me to tell him. I told him him I was
1: in sanitation. They didn't go for it. Sanitation? Yeah. I told you to tell him you was in a sanitarium, (laughs) not sanitation. Sanitarium, yeah you didn't No, I told you to say you you had TB and you were sent a sanitary. You were cured.
5: Stupid Manny.
3: Here is a fun fact. Yeah, um, Stephen Bauer, like we said, he's actually Cuban. He was born in Havana in nineteen fifty six. Uh, he was four when his cabbie, or when his family uh, fled Cuba to Miami following Castro's revolution. Uh, he was actually uh, married to Melanie Griffith in the eighties for quite a long yeah. time was he yeah he's been divorced four times not currently married so is he still alive yeah
4: Uh apparently he was all tuned up they had a uh 35th year anniversary of this movie at tribeca film festival back in april Mm -hmm. so they had al pacino michelle pfeiffer he was up there somebody else i think there's a few other people up there and he kept talking and answering questions that weren't even for him because apparently <laughs> he was shit-faced. <laughs> and he was just loving it. He was just having a great time.
3: Yeah. Uh, it does not surprise me.
5: <laughs> yeah, I thought he was in the news recently for something. I can't remember. Not, not like, super recently, but within the last couple of years. Like, he had a health scare, he got arrested or something.
3: So what do you guys think? Is Al Pacino culturally appropriating this movie? <laughs> it, I don't know. I guess, would it fly these days if Al Pacino was, like, 35 and asked to do this movie as a Cuban? Yeah. Do you think, do you think that would fly? I think, uh,
4: yes. I think people Because would, Al Pacino was proven at the time. Well, people would he protest it.
5: People would protest it these days, but I think, like, he could still do it. Yeah, I don't think he
4: would catch as much flack, I guess.
5: Like, you there'd be know. some real hardcore people who would protest it, but I don't think it would be as offensive as, uh, if like other actors would take the role.
3: Yeah. I suppose it helps, you know, when he already has an Oscar. By the t- oh, actually he didn't, he didn't get an Oscar until Scent of a Woman. Yeah. Hooah. <laughs> <laughs> Your references are all over the place.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I don't think he would have, caught much flack maybe if was his first movie nowadays that he did mm-hmm. i don't know even then i don't i don't know if he would have i mean
3: wh- who's an actor
4: who's caught flag recently
3: for that culturally appropriating yep and scarlett johansson for ghost in the shell yeah that's one she anybody a- else well her again i guess for wanting to play a trans person and then she got bullied out of Right. You know, dropping out of that role.
5: Oh, uh. Okay. Emma Stone for the Honolulu. Oh, yeah. Was she supposed to be Hawaiian? She was supposed to be like three quarters Asian or something like that.
3: I think it's called Aloha. Is that the name Aloha, of the movie? Aloha, yeah,
5: yeah. Something like that. It was oh. A, Cameron Crowe did it.
3: Yeah. You know, Bradley Cooper. And...
4: I feel like if it was a white person doing it, there'd be more flack mm-hmm. than another minority for some reason. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but I mean Pacino. I mean, I think, he's white American. I mean, he's he's Italian, but right. he was born
5: here. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: Um, fun fact: researching about him, I forgot that. I Can't remember if his father or mother, like one of them, was from a town called Corleone. I was like, "Huh, mm. makes sense." <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. That's why he got that part. <laughs>
5: I think Al Pacino might be. Just ethnic enough looking that people are like, oh, we'll give him a slide. You know, he's Mm -hmm. he's like really Italian, which is
3: what do you think? They put a little makeup on him to make him slightly darker.
5: Maybe a spray tan.
3: I mean, it's not like he's pale by any means, but
5: either he'd he'd get really tan or they'd spray tan him. Mm
3: -hmm. But then spray tan, you know, that could be appropriating. (laughs) That's could, that's just you know that's just one step from blackface. It
5: could be but uh, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I know.
3: Apparently. I'm just saying people I think
5: might be pissed off.
4: Yeah. Uh that at that Tribeca Film Festival, Michelle Pfeiffer apparently got a bunch of flack for her, how skinny she was in the movie. Mm. Apparently the only the question the only questions she got asked were like you know, in today's age like I worry about whoever was asking was like referred to as daughter like seeing women in film that are like anorexic looking. Like how do you feel your character kind of maybe hurts that with kids? And it's, it's like, I think she's supposed to be Coke 10. So. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> but you know? she got flack apparently at that conference for it. And then she got pissed because that's all anybody talked about. Yeah. When they asked her questions was her body weight. Like She played, she's her, like, she played a Coke fiend. I don't know. I was playing a Coke fiend. So I mean, <laughs> I wasn't eating because I was trying to play the part. And she wasn't doing anything before this. I yeah, mean, this movie kind of set her up. So I mean, she's probably trying to make a name for herself by going all in. Yeah,
3: yeah. She had done Grease two before this, and that's yeah. basically it. Yeah. Grease two was kind of a big flop. So this really put her on the map. And I yeah. know. I heard. I at least I read that um, Brian De Palma was resistant at first, didn't want her for the role.
5: I'm surprised Nancy Allen's not in this movie. Were they split up by then?
3: um her and f- de palma <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> fun fact that i saw was that apparently al pacino wanted glenn close to uh, be uh, elvira i was like oh brett would have been Ooh. not on board with that <laughs> you don't like her i don't well i don't she know finds I, her repulsive. I don't know how she looked in the
5: early 80s but by the time she did uh, uh what the fuck fatal attraction fatal attraction it was not pretty
3: <laughs> <laughs> Brett's like watched Fatal Attraction last night Glenn Close oh,
5: <laughs> I could not suspend my disbelief <laughs>
3: <laughs> I haven't seen it but I guess I've only seen Glenn Close post early 90s I guess yeah well she was in 101 Dalmatians
5: and that was a pretty mm-hmm. good role for her yeah I don't know if I've seen her in much else to be honest. Yeah. I don't go seeking Glenn Close movies. Do you know who Tony Montana's named after? Anybody? Anybody? I read that it was after Joe Montana. But uh, yeah, Joe Montana. <laughs> they named him after <laughs> no, Joe Montana. He wasn't. Yeah, he was. For real. Don't ruin Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> For real. They <laughs> named him after Joe Montana. All of her favorite quarterbacks
3: have been. You just coked out during this script. Well, he said, uh, (laughs) he claims that, yeah, he did have a big problem with coke in the 80s. Like not to such an extent where it was, you know, where he's like killing people or something like that. But he said he had a problem with coke. It was a bad habit. And that he wanted to move to Paris to finish the script because he couldn't work on it while he was all coked up. So he ended up moving his wife. And I don't know if they had any kids at the time, but they moved to Paris. And he says he finished the script and did it stone sober
5: huh
3: that's that's his claim that's
5: that's pretty amazing so
4: why what was the reasoning behind joe montana
5: he was his favorite football player i guess yeah that was stupid i forget what (laughs) what was the what was the last name in the original what was tony's last name in the original do you remember Mm -mm. no it was something italian he was italian in the 32 version
3: yeah i'm not sure
4: yeah because he's based off al capone yeah. I like think mm. the original was based off Al Capone.
3: hmm. Somewhat at least. He uh, the book is written in 29. So that would have been. I mean, Scarface was a nickname of Capone's. Because w- when did Capone go to jail? I don't know. I don't remember. I think that was until the 30s, but maybe well, not.
5: There's Paul Mooney,
4: of, it was Antonio Tony Camonte in okay. the 1932 oh, movie. Right. Okay,
5: it's been a long time since I've seen that one.
4: Is that pretty good? Is it worth a watch? I have one to watch the original. I just mm-hmm. never have.
5: I thought it was okay. I don't think it was super good, but
4: I thought I read that there was a release of Scarface that included in the bonus features the original. Mine does. Does it? Yeah, yeah. it's got a separate DVD mm-hmm. in the in the. You case. have a DVD. Yeah. You <laughs> know what year yours is? Or like when? You no, got my, it?
3: I have a Blu-ray Scarface, but inside that it's a steel book it says the blu-ray scarface blu-ray and then the original scarface dvd oh okay i think think it's 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 the
5: most recent release i think
3: okay i watch
4: so when i watch this my copy is from 2003 Mm -hmm. dvd okay i thought you upgraded 20th anniversary so 15 years old
5: mine was the no i haven't
3: upgraded mine yet Mm -hmm.
5: mine's mine was the platinum edition i think it was 09 that came out
3: Mine's pretty recent. And then it's, a, it's a random limited edition.
5: Standpoint. Yeah, there's one that came out maybe five years ago, mm-hmm. which is probably the one you have, which was the Blu-ray, and then had all that extra stuff with
3: it, including yeah. the 32 version. Hmm. Um, so back to the story here. In order to get basically green cards, is that what they're kind of getting yep, by this yeah. Robenga hit? Yep. There's a... What would you even call Is He, well, he he's was, somebody he worked, that used to tour, He used to work for the Castro worked, government.
5: Work,
4: yeah, he worked for Castro.
5: Yeah, they said he was one of Castro's boys when they first took over, mm-hmm. and then he kind of fell out of favor.
3: Then so he got and, the boot. Yeah. So he got the heave ho. Yeah. So they basically are said, "Hey, you can join the rest of the world, go into Miami, get yeah. out of this damn detention center if you whack them." So.
5: Do you have that clip of uh, when it, when Manny brings that to him? What? No, uh, I kill a communist for fun, mm-hmm. but for a green card. I'm going to carve him up real nice.
4: <laughs> Which is kind of bullshit because he doesn't really carve him up real nice. He just sticks him Yeah. It's yeah. kind of, kind of let down. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I was hanging out with Tony, I go, You, you kind of let us down. you are talking pretty big.
3: Everybody in the tent's watching. They're <laughs> all chanting. We all funneled him to you, and then you just <laughs> stuck him <them> twice. <laughs> the atmosphere was like your Teresa. <laughs> and you just took a dump right in the middle of the floor. All right, um, so yeah, they get out of there pretty fast, and they're moving on up to the Little Havana restaurant. <laughs> just
2: getting it. <laughs>
3: and was that across from in the Babylon Club, or is that just another random club? I thought that was just a random club. Yeah.
5: Well, I think the club was the Little Havana. Uh, it's a, I said the Little the, Havana uh,
3: restaurant. So I guess they could both be Little Havana.
5: No, I don't. There was a different name on the, the little stand they were working in, but I think there was like a billboard above them for the Little Havana restaurant. Mm-hmm. Which I think was across the street. Okay, um, that might make more sense. Yeah, I don't Since know. It wasn't
3: really a sit down. Like I'm sure. That, I think they had tables outside, but
5: yeah. But it was more like cu- <coughs> counter service. It's like a food truck. Yeah,
3: stationary.
4: Right, with no wheels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like Mickey's, <laughs> <laughs> but no inside. Yeah, <laughs> Pacino was not a fan of washing dishes. Don't call man. me no fucking dishwasher, man.
3: <laughs> and Manny's just fucking watching the girls the whole time. That's all he's about. I just picture Manny just bobbing his head a lot. <laughs> oh
5: man. I just want to mess up his hair and untuck his shirt. I noticed they had some super deep V's V neck T shirts on. Especially Manny. Oh, my God. They're, like, down to their navel.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> like, I didn't know they made v-necks that deep. But uh, So
3: uh, F. Murray Abraham pulls up. He works for Frank Lopez. What's his name, Omar? Yeah, Omar Suarez. Yep. And uh, he's got a job for Tony. He's bopping to the music. <laughs> Hey man, this this driver just—they're <laughs> just getting in. <laughs> well, they're just taking
4: bumps. Fucking the whole conversation. <laughs>
5: Do you know anything about cocaine? Cocaina?
3: <laughs> what?
5: you kidding me?
3: Because <laughs> Al Pacino's already Unlo- talking shit to him. Because it was what was the original job that they offered him?
5: Was like unloading a boat or something. Yeah, some bullshit like that. And then they wanted to to fuck him on the pay and pay him like half the rate. It was like 500 bucks. Yeah, it was, like, yeah. It was half the going rate and Tony's like, fuck that. <laughs> fuck you.
3: So, Omar's like, oh, alright, just you know, drop some money off to these Colombians, pick up some coke. You do that, you get five grand. So he takes Manny, Chi-Chi, a couple other guys, Angel Angel, what? Hernandez? Fernandez?
5: Fernandez. 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 Uh, he don't make it.
3: Yeah, he's the one that doesn't make
5: Tony it. Tony hates Colombians. <laughs> trust
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and trust him. fucking hates.
5: Then you go meet Hector the the toad.
3: Is oh yeah that's right. That guy's name is Hector and Marta. That's sitting on the bed.
5: Is it Hector or Hector? I forget. It's probably Hector.
4: Hector. But is, uh, he's the toad. Marta's a real badass. She's a tough. She's looking rough. Tough looking fucker. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
3: With a oh.
5: mug on her. Goodness.
3: Um, in the car when they pull up, you know it's you know, the Shake It Up
2: Tonight <laughs>
3: That's Elizabeth Daly. Ah, okay. Yeah. Remember she has two songs in here. She has uh Shake It Up Tonight and um Fuck what was the other one? I Have it written down somewhere. I don't remember. It was
5: Hector the Hector.
3: For the those door. of you that don't know, Elizabeth Daly was in uh some movies in the eighties. She was in Valley Girl, but she she's mostly known as a voice actress. She was Tommy Pickles in Rugrats. And uh, if you've seen her in Valley Girl, she is a knockout. I liked uh, when they're getting ready
5: to pull up uh, and make the turn on to the main drag there. Uh, was it Angelo goes, hey, look at those ones. And Manny gets confused and thinks he's... Talking about the two grandmas walking behind the, the younger chicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, she's like 90 years old. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I just, I just do it. I just what was that?
3: Oof,
4: a little bump in the night.
5: <laughs> I guess.
4: <laughs> Tony, yeah, like Tony I said, plays ch- it
5: pretty cool up there with Hector, though. He's, he's a negotiator. Old Tony Montana. You got the money? Yeah, you got the stuff? Yeah. It's nearby. <laughs>
3: oh, I don't have the money either. <laughs> what are
4: we doing here, I'd
3: say? <laughs> <laughs> Angel's like, nobody's got anything. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm Hot Tonight is the other song that oh, did yeah. She did. Oh. But yeah, I was wondering, Can you guys... I was trying to figure this out. I couldn't remember. Now, obviously the drugs are there because they get the drugs when they leave. Yeah. After they kill them. Hmm. But... I don't think they ever... Hector never takes out the drugs. Never shows it to Tony once. Like, I think doesn't like the... I think like the cupboard or something cracks open or something. He's like, grab the, yeah, you go. Because he doesn't present it to him. I
5: think Hector tries to to leave with it. And then he gets shot. And he's like, fuck it. I just got to get out of here.
3: That's what was weird. Because it's like, if you're not going to sell, why the fuck even bring it? Because most people would bring it to at least show that, hey, we have the drugs. But they never even show it to Tony. No, they just jack him. Yeah. They said, so, well, why bring the fucking drugs at all if that's what you're going to do?
5: <laughs> well, I don't think they necessarily were trying to fuck him over, but... Uh, well, they, they wanted to do. see They wanted to see the money first.
3: Yeah, they want to see the money's there, but they don't show their stuff. Well, it's, They wait uh, until the money's there, and then... Well,
5: now, well, it's uh, who's going to, you know, one of them's got to show their stuff first. Mm-hmm. But Hector doesn't. Neither one wants to be the one to go first. <laughs>
2: Now, was
4: he set up? So he kind of hints maybe I was set up later on. Possibly. Yeah. Do you think Omar set him up? Could have. But again, it wouldn't make sense why drugs would be there then. Yeah. If they wouldn't just jack him. Mm-hmm. I did think that too, because I was like, it does seem like they planned on fucking just killing him. Yeah. And that being it. But
3: I don't know. Yeah, there's the uh, famous chainsaw scene. That's where Angel Fernandez gets killed with the chainsaw, and it doesn't really show a whole lot. It shows like the chainsaw starting to cut into the head, and that's about it. And what? it zooms in on his
4: face while blood splatters his face. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. cool shot. Mm-hmm. Kind of a cool way of not showing it.
3: And there was a, there was another shot where you could see an arm just hanging from the shower curtain rod. Yeah, there uh, the Did you cut his arm off first?
5: Yeah, he's like now the leg.
3: Yeah, that was supposed to be the. So that's where the shot was cut. Mm. Oliver Stone took that out even before, like the MPAA stuff. So he he said he didn't want to show as much because of uh, he was influenced by Psycho, and how yeah. it didn't really show much. Another shower scene, very iconic shower scene. So
5: it probably is more effective just showing Tony's reaction.
3: Yeah, and then he's gonna get it next. But uh, you know what, Calvary doesn't come soon enough because Manny just outside grab ass and women again. Right. That's all he fucking does. Oh my God. He's it's talking just, to this girl forever and then he starts grabbing her ass and she's like, you know, what the fuck you doing? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh lesbian bitch.
5: <laughs> Not paying attention to It's at always all. it's always the woman that has a problem in Manny's mm-hmm.
3: mind. Yeah, I wonder why There's Tony didn't wrong with her. Wonder why Tony didn't want him dating his sister. <laughs>
5: My favorite line in that scene is uh Tony says to Hector, Why don't you try sticking your head up your ass? See if it fits.
3: <laughs> I, I wish we had the soundbite from Sisters. I should've maybe I should put it in a post.
4: Have you have you seen Sisters?
5: Yeah, I don't I don't
4: remember Where much from that, but. he impersonates Scarface. He's high he on
3: coke. F- or he thinks it's guy's on coke. coke
4: at the party. <laughs> he thought it was a stevia. Geronis, no, it's, it's not even coke. It's something else like that just jacks him up. Ecstasy, no, he,
5: maybe? He thought it was coke <clears throat> and then it was stevia. Is that what it was? No, no he, he, thought he thought it was, it was stevia. stevia, but no, it's oh, like God. this cloud nine or some oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's Jack, John, John Cena sells. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> then he's doing the impression they're supposed to guess. Why don't you try sticking your head <laughs> up your ass? See if it, See if it <laughs> takes a cocking gun and he's like, oh, bullets! <laughs> Robert Pacino. <I> Pass. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Pass. Scarface. <laughs> See
2: if it fits! See if it <laughs> Stevia! <laughs>
3: um. Oh, man. I love the uh, colors in the architecture, of the uh, Miami area. Although I heard that most of this was filmed in L.A. because they were worried about protests in Miami, because they weren't too, and the city of Miami didn't want to film there either, because um, they thought it would, you know, they didn't want to make Miami look violent, full of drugs, Cause it make the Cubans was. look violent, yeah. 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 So they didn't. Want to, <laughs> they didn't want to give off the wrong impression. <laughs>
5: You know, Tony just follows Hector out in the street and shoots him in the face in front of everybody. That was baller.
3: Such a bamp. <laughs> no yeah.
5: hesitation.
3: Yeah, it just reminds me, that scene, is, especially with the colors and whatnot, just Vice City. How fucking sweet was Vice oh, yeah. City to play? Oh, my oh. Man. Even had the 80s soundtrack. Yep. Oh, yeah. Even it had some of the music from the movie. That was probably my favorite Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. It was
5: Vice City. <laughs> well, then they recreated all these different... Like once they went to Frank's house in the movie, like, fuck, that was in Vice City, and I haven't played <laughs> that in a long time. And then they go to the Babylon cl- Club, and I'm like, damn, that was in there too.
3: <laughs> yeah, the the font was like the same, and oh, yeah. um, all the colors and the music and the style, a lot of Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he brings the money and the yayo, which is apparently ad libbed. By uh, Al Pacino. It was and he was Yayo became big. And said he learned it from the, oh, yeah. other Cubans when he was learning the language. Yeah. So, um, he goes and meets Frank. He's going to take the money to him himself, he tells Omar.
5: Frank Lopez, played by uh, Robert Loja. <laughs> I think he'd get more flack for playing a Latino than Pacino would.
2: Yeah,
3: Maybe. Not sure what he is. Frank Lopez? Yeah. yeah. He looked real. I thought he was just playing a white dude.
5: Well his name is Lopez. Yeah, yeah. I mean I guess, but
4: I they think didn't he was really Jewish, imply though. anything. Oh no, uh Yiddish. He refers to Yiddish. Well uh, the Hasha on. Hasha, yeah. So I I took him as He's He's probably mixed. Yeah, he must be, but he's clearly not mm-hmm. Cuban or I didn't even take him as Mexican or Hispanic or anything. Well, I, think he had a, I, I mean, he might be mixed because of the last name, but...
5: One of his chains, I don't know what the symbol was, but I think... It was he like had a, a pie Jewish, symbol. A, yeah, but I, I, I don't <laughs> think it was the pie symbol. I think that's a Jewish symbol. I, I don't know what it means, but... and Pi, then he 3. to 3.14 <laughs> and then so forth, et cetera, et cetera. Frank's just bitching about his Little League team and... <laughs> He but, is Frank
4: Frank deserves to die cuz he's like the most irritating dude at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever underestimate the other guy's greed. <laughs> it's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like this guy at the other table.
3: elvira has got to put up with all that. She makes a grand entrance through that sweet elevator Frank has. Yeah. The yeah. glass elevator in that green dress, correct? Was it blue? Green. I don't know. I don't remember. Blue green. Or green. I think it's green. A little green. Just a knockout. Although, yeah, I mean, I don't know, you can't even say she's too skinny because then it's body shaming either way. So you can just say, she's an attractive woman. (laughs) That's all I'll say about it. She looks like cokehead. (laughs) That's what I thought. A little bit. (laughs) It's like, yeah, would I like her to, you know, start eating some burgers? Yeah, but, you know. She's obviously ruined her appetite. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, then they go to the Babylon Club, and I got a clip here.
5: Can I can I say this? Frank just yelling out, Your problem won't be bringing in the stuff, but what to do with all the fucking money!
2: Yeah.
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about, uh, in this clip, this is the Haja clip, and it's spelled C-H-A-Z-Z-E-R, but it always sounds like Haza. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know no. if it's like a silent, it's Yiddish, so I mean, I, I don't speak Yiddish, so. Dresh, British? What? speak
5: yiddish
3: but he yeah. always he always says Hazel. i don't know what you're what you're talking about but you you seem to be laughing pretty hard what'd you say this is a
4: dress dress british speak yiddish
3: what is that from <laughs> <It's just> nonsense <laughs>
5: It's nonsense that he made up. I don't know, I heard it somewhere. <laughs> you did not hear
4: that somewhere. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll hit it in the Google Google, Google machine. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
3: I'll play a clip while you're Googling
2: that.
4: Right there. What? I typed in dress British think yiddish. Mm. Told you fuck faces. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: a variation of what you said. It's
4: a book, apparently. <laughs> that you have not read. <laughs> I haven't read that book. All right. All right here's the clip. Continue. <laughs> Look.
0: You see that fat bastard, that's Nacho Contreras, El Gordo. He's got more cash than anybody in this place. He's a real Hazard!
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what a Hazard is? <laughs> no, fuck, you tell me. What I say, Hazard? It's a Yiddish word for pig.
0: It's a guy, he wants more than what he needs. He don't fly straight no more. So, it comes down to one thing, Tony Boy, huh? and you never forget that. Lesson number one. Don't underestimate the other guy's greed.
2: <laughs> Lesson number two, don't get high on your own supply.
0: That's right. Lesson number two, don't get high on your own supply. Of course, not everybody follows the rules, huh? Because
5: <laughs> he's just
4: fucking
3: sniffing cocaine. <laughs> it's like a vacuum. just disappears. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, it was, oh, it's buggy nights. I think it was the fat guy, the child molester. was like, it's like your nose is like a vacuum. This just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, haja, a pig that doesn't fly straight. It's actually just pig, but I think Frank just kind of added that doesn't fly straight. Because mm-hmm. the guy just has a lot of money and eats a lot and El very gordo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
3: very gluttonous, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, I have it here. Robert Loja is of Italian descent. He was also a lieutenant in the U.S. Army. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Here's a fun fact. <laughs> when, uh back when they're at Frank's place, when they're describing what the, how everything went down, Manny's like, I ran out of bullets like an asshole. See <laughs> 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 so you <a> dipshit. <laughs> He's and a then,
4: terrible security manager, too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just atrocious. <laughs> and he's just nowhere to be found at the Babylon Club. They all go there. He was dancing. I know he was dancing. I, I noticed it the second time because the first time when I was watching it, I was like, where the fuck is Manny? <laughs> he's not there the entire time they're talking or eating or anything. Yeah. And then you see him very briefly with a woman on the dance floor. And they're like, he's just there the whole time? Just digging just, in.
5: Just mac and
3: yeah, because it didn't look like there's any room at the table for a fifth. (laughs) Manny's (laughs) like, I'm good, I'll be out there. (laughs) It's Omar, just got shot, just got shot five hours ago. I'm good to go. (laughs) I'm good,
4: (laughs) ladies. Are about it's okay, it went right through.
2: Dance, 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 (laughs) move to the music,
3: Uh, and then. And then Tony gets his groove on. He's got to be like the worst dancer in this <laughs> he's fucking <terrible>. movie. <laughs> you got to give him credit for the confidence, though. No, no he, rhythm whatsoever. He's got the biggest smile on his face
4: just looking around.
3: <laughs> his arms are like way up here, like he's yeah, like yeah. resting him on something. He looks like a marionette just dancing around. Of course, Elvira's, I don't know, she's doing kind of a coke dance, I guess. Yeah, she's just bebopping. bobbing. <laughs> And she's the one who wanted to dance with him, and then she's kind of like, well, don't fucking talk to me while right. we're dancing.
5: If she won't even look at him. Will she get her back to him like, most Ugh. of the time?
3: <laughs> if you're going to do that, why don't you just go dance with some random? Right. I mean, Frank wouldn't like that, but start. Or just by yourself.
5: Why yeah. do you need a guy to stand behind you two feet away?
3: Well, it's Miami in 82. I'm sure somebody's going to stand up behind her pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. And fucking Manny, he's out there already. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Why, even Manny had enough sense to not go after the boss's daughter, <laughs> yeah. her uh, boss's gr- uh, girlfriend.
3: Yeah, I have that uh, clip coming up next. That's the boss's lady, man.
5: I like uh, when uh, I like the conversation between uh, Elvira and Tony, and he, he asks her what her last name is, and she, she says, Hancock. He's like, "It sounds like a bird. <laughs> sound like a bird <laughs> you got a look in your eye like you haven't been fucked in a year
3: <laughs> no um, filter so yeah on the way home uh, Tony lets Manny know what his intentions are
1: that guy's soft look in his face The booze and the concha tell him what to do.
0: Don't fucking go crazy on me, okay? Just remember, last year at this time, we were in a fucking cage, pool okay?
1: <coughs> you remember? I like to forget that. I say, be happy with what you got. You'll be happy. Me, I want what's coming to me. Oh, what's coming to you, Tony? The world, Chico.
3: Everything, it? So, what, what was the word? Concha, concha? 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 That is vagina.
4: Apparently, in some Latin American countries.
3: Okay. It's kind of what I guessed that he's talking about, but wasn't sure. Or cunt. Because, I mean, look, I mean, he said it himself. Arira <laughs> looks like she hasn't been <laughs> fucked in a year, so Frank's not getting any. <laughs> Unless he's sleeping around. Which it doesn't seem like he's doing because it seems like he only goes to the Babylon Club. <laughs> usually, pretty much right. with Elvira every time. I think
4: she, Frank might just be like a retired dude in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> well,
5: El- Elvira just rolled her eyes when Frank said, Let's go to the Babylon Club. He's like, Goddamn. Again?
3: Again? Why don't we just hang out in your fucking uh, auto dealership like you always fucking do? You and Mel.
5: He's got some amazing murals in that that auto that uh, in his office and in that conference room.
3: In his office, just a bunch of like presidents, and like <laughs> Spiro Agnew was one of the pictures as well. It was signed. Apparently, that was really common back then because I read that you can get it for like twenty bucks now. Spiro Agnew signed picture. Hmm. I guess.
5: That I that, I vaguely that reminds me of something that I that I had heard that before where. You could just write him, and uh, he'd send you back a signed picture.
3: Mm. Well, that's how I got my Sherilyn Fenn he was picture the, signed.
5: Because he was the VP under uh, Nixon.
3: So yeah. you got what picture? My Sherilyn Fenn picture up there. How do you even know it is her? Yeah. How do you but, know that she signed it? I technically I don't, but it's her website. Is there a certificate? And it cost of- <laughs> me thirty-five dollars. There a certificate of authenticity. <laughs> it was thirty or thirty-five bucks, something like that. But. It seems like she, she'll take the money. <laughs> I mean, she she, goes, like to, nice she goes to, she goes to comic cons and like crypticon type things. She, she's on those circuits. So it's kind of like, she doesn't really have people working for her just to do signatures. And I I can't imagine the demand is, oh, I just can't <laughs> keep up. I have hundreds <laughs> a day. I have signatures I got to do. You ever watch the OJ made in America
4: documentaries? Uh no. When he was in prison, that's how he made shitloads of money because they would just bring in, you know, like letters for the jerseys and stuff, and he would autograph stuff for hours. Mm. No. And he would make money off of it. Like they had pictures of him doing it.
5: <laughs> then he wanted it back. <clears throat> Not
4: all that, just his Heisman dude. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that it he was stolen. <laughs> he didn't autograph his Heisman in prison and give it away. <laughs> <laughs> well they just they took it. You know, right? Allegedly.
5: <laughs> well, yeah, what was that stuff he was trying to get back where he, uh. I
4: think he was falsely was imprisoned.
5: imprisoned, that dealer. Yeah, it was like memorabilia. Yeah,
3: yeah. I
4: think his Heisman. I think was it was his items. Heisman, and I think there's a couple helmets or some shit. He's out
5: now, though. So <laughs> he put it in a side That's sign. right. If I did it, <laughs> the juice enough about the juice but they did (laughs) they did air that uh, that interview he did for the If I Did It book and he basically straight up said that he killed him oh yeah (laughs) hypothetically
3: this is what happened well he paid for it so I mean (laughs) hypothetically this is what happened so uh, Tony starts working his way up with Frank and let's uh, got a couple clips here from the beach this is him and Manny at the beach
1: this is Paris I'm telling you this town like a great big pussy, just waiting to get fucked up. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I should have come in ten years ago. I'd have been a millionaire by this time. By this time, I'd have had my own boat, my own car, mm. my own golf course. You know what I want? I thought of this the other day. A line of blue news, right? With my name written on the back of chick's asses. How that? That's not a completely question to me, man. <laughs> look at that. Look, 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 look. Look, you're missing all the sights, That's what you're doing. We're, we're missing the action. Oye, sabrosura. You want to have some ice cream with my
2: family? Get lost, greaseball. Ice cream? That's ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only
3: line in Spanish he has the whole movie. He says words in Spanish, but I think that's the only like, sentence he says. Which one? Just the right when he says to that lady, I forget what he says, but something in Spanish. He says he say Do you want to have some ice cream with Before my friend that. And me. Before that, it was like a greeting. Hola. No, more than that. I don't... He says something.
5: Oh yeah. Sabrosura. Anyways. And then Manny shows him how to get the ladies in America. Ah, <laughs> oh, it looks like a lizard. Like
3: a bunk coming out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, um, Manny just like, look, 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 you're missing it because he's looking, and you know, there's obviously there's attractive women around everywhere, yeah, and he's just like, oh my god, you see that one? You see that one? It reminds me of like perfect example, Jaden, yeah. Like, when we were, because how much younger was Jaden than you? Uh, two years, two years. Yeah. okay. So like him or his friends when they'd come up and we'd be at the mall, kids from like small towns, like they don't. See that many women in general just walking around? So they're in like a bigger city and they're at like a mall where there is women walking around everywhere. Like, oh my god, you see that hot chick over there? Oh my god, you see that? Like, yeah, they're they're <laughs> walking around everywhere. I see it every day. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck is the problem? They're like they're like hit your shoulder. You see that fucking hot chick over there? Yes, there's many attractive women walking around. <laughs> I see them.
4: Yes. Man, he's just trying to get some checks, dude. Right? <laughs> he
2: goes, "I'm not even." Re- all to the action. I didn't None really care about tough. this cocaine thing. I'm just kind of
3: <laughs> along for the ride. What what kind of line? He wants an underwear line to put his name blue on. Jeans. Blue jeans. Blue he jeans. Says, yeah, on okay. blue jeans line. A blue jeans line. Okay, I couldn't hear what you're he saying. My name
4: on ladies' asses. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, small town kids—they are in awe once they get into a. It's a city big enough with a mall. There's women walking around. Oh, my God.
4: Uh, that walk Manny does up to that chick, it's like when he's walking, and he, he starts yeah. strutting. Yeah. It reminded me of Ben Affleck in Goodwill Hunting when he walks up to uh, what's-her-face at the bar. He's like, I'm going to go over there and lay down some lines. And he starts to walk up, and then he starts to do a strut midway. I was like... <laughs> Eh, maybe he's still left from Scarface <laughs> 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 Got it from old Manny
3: <laughs> Manolo So then I got uh, I got another clip from the beach This is after he sticks his tongue out And sexually harasses another woman <laughs> <laughs> She slaps him in the face
2: <laughs> Beach.
1: What I try to tell you Lesbian What I try to tell you This country You gotta make the money first Then when you get the money You get the power
5: then we you get the power, then you get the woman. Sage life advice from Tony Montana. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: all he has in here.
3: Revolutionary thinker. That's how he A does philosopher. it. Philosopher. That's yeah, how you, he does it.
4: You Did didn't th- even have the soundbite for when he says he wants what's coming to him, the world, Chico, and everything in it. Yeah, we already played
3: that. Yeah, we already played that. No. We, now you when were
5: looking up Concha.
3: Oh. It's in the car. He says it to Manny in the car. Okay, missed it. Want well, What's coming to me? Chico. what's that?
2: <laughs> what's that? <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: I guess I'll just skip to Tony flirts more with Elvira because he has to pick her up, and bring her to the track. Frank's running a little late at the and golf he has, course. Yeah, he has a he has a it's a it's a Cadillac. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a yellow or like a cream Cadillac with zebra interior.
4: Yeah. Yeah, thing sweet.
3: I was like, yeah. was
5: it tiger or zebra?
4: I don't know. It like it looked like it tiger print. print, but it was black and white. So yeah. We were thinking the same thing. I was like, that's well, there's something like zebra, zebra but, yeah,
3: yeah, could yeah. be. And uh, you know, she wouldn't be caught dead in that thing. It's a cream puff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Cadillac. It's a cream puff. <laughs> and so he goes to to impress her. He goes to go buy a, a new car, a new Porsche. Yeah, he doesn't go to you know he could get a deal at Lopez Motors, but he sells <laughs> Mercedes, right? Yeah, but he's got to go a little that's higher. What the symbol was yep. He got to go to uh, get some Porsche. So then he's
5: got to get it tricked out
3: and customized, bulletproof. And- mm-hmm. I guess in the book, uh, it was a red Jaguar, <clears throat> but yeah, fun fact, <laughs> cool fact. Yeah, <laughs> Porsche um, gets a nice silver Porsche to a uh, driver in. But uh,
5: they must have had a lot of time to kill because he says, I got to take you to the track. Frank's running late. We got to go. Mm-hmm. And then they go shop for a car. And then he's like, uh, we got an hour be- to kill before we got to go to the track. Yeah,
3: and he has Manny like finish up paying for it and whatnot, And then he takes her in the cream puff. And uh, they start a little coke. He forces himself on her. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> she pushes him away because she doesn't fuck around with the help. Yeah. as she says. And then he puts on her hat. I guess that was ad-libbed as well. And her laugh is genuine. Because it does look like a genuine laugh. It does. Yeah, I was going to say. It seemed genuine. It's like one of the only, like, there's only two scenes where it looks like she has any interest in Tony at all. And this is one of them. <laughs> the other is when he proposes marriage. Which, out of <laughs> nowhere, like, she's interested in. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. But remember, he tells Manny, it's all in the eyes. So Tony already knew. <laughs> Well, you Frank know.
5: was dead at that point, wasn't he? No. Was he? I don't no, know. No, he said when the, the
3: eyes, that was this, when he first meets her.
5: But he says Frank is is done.
3: Well, done. No, that was before he's, he's dead. Okay. That was after he bitches out Tony for setting up that deal with Sosa. Mm-hmm. You stall your deal with Sosa. Then he goes to meet his m- mama. And uh, she's not too impressed with him. I thought it was kind of funny how, because you can tell she's not happy because... She is not dumb and knows that he's getting the money from an illegal source and uh, she doesn't want you know him influencing her daughter in a bad way, his sister, who he hasn't seen since at well, least know, five like, years. I'd say yeah, five or ten years.
5: I think they said five.
3: I just remember him saying, last time I saw you, you were like this. Yeah, yeah, like a li- kid. He
5: said you looked like a little boy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um.
5: Now he wants to fuck her yeah maybe, maybe i don't know that's another it thing gets a little weird very weird he's he's very protective
3: <laughs> um to a I th- fault i thought it was funny to cover up uh his source of illegal income his excuse is another source of illegal income because he says he's uh like a representative for a anti-castro group he's like a, a politician he's like, i get a lot of political contributions yeah, it's like so. You're just taking political <laughs> contributions as your income <laughs> and divvying like, it out. That's your excuse. He's like, "Here's a thousand dollars for you, mama." It's like an activist. <laughs> it's like you're. Well, he so thought his mom would like that because <laughs> she's clearly anti-Castro. Right. Yeah, but still, it's like you know, you might get a salary, but. This is like, he specifically says, I get a lot of political contributions. <laughs> so you're just taking money from the contributions.
5: <laughs> I thought it was funny, too. Gina starts going on and on about how excited she is about working in the beauty salon and going to get her cosmetology license. And mm-hmm. Tony's like, nope. My sister ain't going to work anymore. She don't need to work in no beauty salon. Mm. (laughs) Mama ain't got to work in no factory. She just like kills her dreams. The boy made it. You ain't ain't working.
3: (laughs) Because he gets a lot of
5: political contributions.
3: He can afford a whole fucking family. And live comfortably, apparently. Mm -hmm. Well, Gina,
4: fucking A, her place. (laughs) She's living just about as nice as Tony is. At the end of the movie? At the end. That's Manny's Herman, house. Her and Manny. <clears throat> I thought that was her place because he went to the mom's house and the mom said she followed her and told him where she
5: thought, followed her. Well, they got married, so they're living together. Coconut Grove.
3: Yeah, but I thought she said uh, she saw a man and that she got into a car with a man and didn't know who he was and followed him. It's communal property. They're married.
4: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, <laughs> Which also, I mean,
3: we'll get into it later, but I was like, how the fuck does Tony not know where Manny lives? <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty, Never co- been to he's pretty coked
4: out and paranoid at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah.
5: I loved in the, after uh, Tony gets back in the car and he's talking to Manny and Manny's like, oh, she's beautiful. And then like the music just changed. Like the whole mood changes. The music goes from kind of upbeat to just like, Dark and Tony just like turns like that and like Jesus Christ.
4: Well, in all fairness, man, he's grabbing ass all over. <laughs> town. i I would I would probably do the same. I'd be like, keep your fucking paws off her. He's so rapy and douchey. That's all he's trying to yeah. do is like. And he's already. And all of his a sudden you're gonna and, be. Oh, yeah. she's so beautiful. Yeah, you just want your name on her fucking blue jeans. <laughs> Put your tongue away. Go face. eat some ice cream somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So yeah, I guess I can't blame him for not wanting to, you know. I do love the music fuck around with the sister when
4: Tony, it's like Tony spaz track, just <laughs> just fucking like immediate shift.
5: Then he goes to uh, Bolivia, doesn't he? That he
3: does. Yep. I love the uh, love the music, specifically, I guess more so because of the South Park episode that parodies this whole a hilarious way that they create the same exact like, backdrop it's supposed to be kentucky yeah but it's just it looks the same as bolivia and they have the same kind of music going <laughs> i like you eric there's no lion in you <laughs> um let's see where my clips are at here okay yeah so he meets with sosa there's a potential deal between sosa and frank and he's there with omar to broker said deal or at least discuss it at length so i have a couple clips from their meetings with Sosa.
5: I like you, Tony. There is no lying in you. There it is.
3: That's oh, that's I it. guess that was the one. That was the first one, I guess. That's I right. I just that. Get... I like I that line. <laughs> But very, no, I have yeah.
4: another part of that as
3: well.
5: I liked when, like, when he was said that line. They're walking around touring the place, and Tony's just got cocaine all over his hands, and he's just like wiping them off and licking them and stuff. Mm. <laughs> And Omar is just looking like, like Tony, don't fuck this up for me. here. like, like he's a child or something. <laughs> he's got to babysit him. They're having lunch, and uh,
3: he gets, uh, Sosa Sosa gets Sosa gets a phone call apparently, <laughs> but it's just you know Mark Margolis, Alberto. So that's his name, Alberto. Yeah. Okay. He's Sosa's right hand man. He had uh... also Ace Ventura's landlord. <laughs> <laughs> Also, what's his face from? Breaking Bad. Yep, you know, in a bunch of Aronofsky films. He's in a bunch of them.
4: He's I
5: haven't Al- seen Requiem y- for a while. He's Alberto the Shadow. The Shadow. He's pretty baller.
2: Yeah.
4: Except for he's very
2: ninja-like.
4: Fucking
3: Ventura. Fucking child killer. <laughs> yes, Satan? <laughs> oh, sorry, sir. I thought you were someone else. <laughs> you owe me rent. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he apparently informs Sosa that Omar is a rat Mm -hmm. for the police. Yeah. Do you like
4: how they just use the word police for some reason? I was like, I felt like it like, so, uh, Sosa is being told over in Bolivia that he is just a rat for the police. Well, they said some police, s- which, well,
3: which police department. Well, they did say New
4: York.
5: Yeah. They said somebody saw him, uh, um, testify on behalf of the police in New York. Oh, I didn't hear the New York thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, he's working in Miami. Yeah. You know?
3: Which would make sense you know, to relocate down to Miami where nobody knows you except for some guy in Bolivia for. Some odd reason, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, I'm sure
5: he's selling to more than just Tony. Uh, you know, Frank Lopez. I'm sure he's got distributors mm-hmm. all over the place. That that scene with Big Murray getting hung out of the helicopter is <laughs> some hot shit, though. Yeah, love that that part of it.
3: Yeah, it's pretty cool scene. Um, I don't
5: th- I don't think I've seen that in any other movie where they hang a guy from a helicopter.
3: It's pretty elaborate because <laughs> usually it's like eh, he's going to take the helicopter back and then he goes to the helicopter and they just strangle him there or shoot him or whatever. I don't know what the time frame
5: is by between the time they ask him to, to go back to Miami to talk to Frank and the time they get in the helicopter, but he's pretty black and blue by the time they get him up there.
3: Yeah, it was it's pretty quick. <laughs> they could have done all that in five, ten minutes. I'm yeah, sure. they put a beating on him. So this is... Uh, Tony and Sosa's conversation right after that.
1: So how do I know you're not a too, Tony? Hey, Sosa. Let's get this straight now. I never fucked anybody over in my life. Didn't have a comment You got that? All I have in this world is my balls and my word. And i don't break him for no one you understand that piece of shit up there i never like him i never trusted him for all i know he had me set up and had my friend angel fernandez killed but that's history i hear he's not Do you want to go on with me to say it you don't then you make a move
5: that line all i got is my balls and my word and I don't break them for nobody, has been probably in a thousand rap songs.
3: So it was the album name of one rapper. It was just My Balls and My Word. I forget the rapper. I was looking at some of the rap yeah. stuff, but there's so much stuff. You guys are more of the experts <laughs> on that than I am. For the Scarface rap yeah. references, uh, it's, I yield the floor to you guys on that. It's <laughs> that infinite. Which we'll probably touch on a little bit later, but... So he strikes up a deal. Tony says he's going to smooth things out with Frank. That kind of a deal, in principle, I guess. Um, at ten five, a key. It's Burl. Can't lose. And so I got a clip here of uh, Frank and Tony talking, and Frank's not too happy.
0: You make moves on your own.
1: Huh? I got ears, General. I hear things.
0: You know? what do you hear about your, uh, the Diaz brothers what about them? what about Caspar Gomez what is he going to do when you start moving 2,000 kids fuck of the
1: Gaspar Gomez and fuck the fucking Diaz brothers fuck them all I buried those cockroaches what did they ever do for us Look, Frank, time is gone. We got to expand the whole operation. Distribution. New York, Chicago, L.A. We got to set our own mark and enforce it. We got to think big
5: now. I bury those cockroaches. This is one of those lines that... You he parodied all the time, too. Mm.
3: Well, he says cockroaches, like,
5: Couple three, times. four times. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> cockroaches. But, but that one specifically. Mm-hmm. I like at the end of that scene, Frank, like, Tony gets up to leave, and Frank's, like, saying shit, and then Tony's just like, are you done? Are you finished? <laughs> Can
4: I go now? And he just <laughs> totally belittles him. He just
5: <laughs> totally emasculates him. And like, I am oh, the boss, Tony. Oh, You're the boss.
3: Wow. You called me a liar, Frank. <laughs> Let's just say I want things to remain the way they are.
4: (laughs) Okay. You're the boss. I am the boss, Tony. You're the boss. He's the
2: boss.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I thought Tony Danza was. I guess I could be wrong. That was a good one. Tony Danza. (laughs) Not Tony Montana, Tony Danza. (laughs) I thought Angelo was the boss.
2: (laughs)
5: Nobody now knew. That's Mona's that. the boss. Okay? Nobody, nobody knew. Hands that down. was a question. <laughs> so Tony's kind of taken over and then uh, Mel, the co- what's Mel's last
2: name? Bernstein.
5: Yeah. So he's uh, like a detective or something for the narcotics department.
3: Well, whoever said he was one. <laughs>
5: I think he said he was. But,
3: uh, Before we get to that, I'm just going to play one more clip. This is Tony proposing to Elvira. Oh, I see. This is right after he pretty much leaves Frank's
2: place.
1: Okay, here's a story. I come from the gutter. I know that. I got no education. But that's okay. I know the street. And I'm making all the right connections with the right woman they no stop on me. I could go right to the top. Anyway, what I gotta tell you is this. I like you. I like you the first time I later like I saw you. I say, she's a tiger. She belonged to me. Away. I want you to marry me. I want you to be the mother of my children. Me.
2: There you. Everybody. What about Frank, Tony? What are you going to do about
1: Frank? Frank is not going to last, okay? He finished. Just think about it. Okay? I want you to really think about it. Okay? I go now. Take care.
5: <laughs> Take care.
3: I go now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just a piece of property to be uh, competed for, apparently, between Tony and Frank and apparently anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. You belong to me. Do you like kids? Do you like kids? Sure.
2: There he go. <laughs> 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 Mom of the year.
3: I you know her. So polluted, can't even have a kid with her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Then, uh, like you said, it pretty much cuts to them, him at the Babylon Club. There's some unpleasantries between him and Frank because he's hitting on Evira again in the Babylon Club right in front of him. Tells him to beat it. And then, he basically sicks Mel Bernstein on him. You can tell he kinda of ratted him out. Mel's some sort of a cop who's gonna who just takes bribes from different drug dealers or evildoers to look the other way. Yeah. So he tells him kind of what the the point system is, how much how much of a percentage he gets.
5: Right. Then he wants to take the wife to Europe. To to England. First class. <laughs>
3: Did you know what? Uh, Richard Belzer is the uh, MC at the Babylon there? Yeah. He was uh, <laughs> so, uh I mean, he was a uh, been a long-time comedian but most famously played Detective John Munch on Law & Order SVU for like 320 some episodes. But he was on a bunch of the other Law & Order shows and other shows in general.
5: He's also famous for having a talk show in the mid-80s where Hulk Hogan choked him out on stage and <laughs> <laughs> he busted his head open on the, after he fell down unconscious. Did he? Like, yeah. for, for realsies? Yeah, he put him in, a, a, like, a front headlock, and he, he squeezed him, and he went out. And then he went limp, and Hulk let him go, and he just went... <laughs> so was it <laughs> kind of a
3: stunt gone wrong, or...?
5: Well, he was, uh... He was, like... He was trying to stir up shit by saying wrestling's fake. And, uh... They weren't uh, out announcing They weren't it. out of the closet? They weren't out <laughs> announcing it. Uh, Kayfabe K- was still in effect back then, so... It was around the time that John Stossel got slapped in the face and blew his eardrum in one ear and made him deaf for life in one ear. <laughs> huh. Because he, he did the same thing to uh, Dr. D. David Schultz, and he's like, how about that? That's open and slam. How's that feel? Does that feel fake?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy they lost hearing in that ear. Yeah. yeah. He took a pretty good shot. But yeah,
5: Richard Belzer. That's that's what I remember him from. Getting choked out and
3: then busting his that open on the floor <laughs> on his own talk show. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He was also on A Homicide Life in the Streets. He was in that series. But he played that same character throughout like a bunch of different Law and Order shows and like other shows. I think I saw he was on like one or two episodes of The Wire as Detective John Munch. I don't. And there recall. was a couple of like crossover episodes with other shows that he was just in as that character. Which
5: I was actually, actually weird. don't remember him on The Wire. No.
3: Although I think Homicide:
5: Life on the Streets was a David Simon. He's the same guy that created The Wire.
3: What was? Who was he in The Wire? It would have been a like one or two episode cameo as oh, Detective John okay. Munch, the same character. He played in a bunch of Law & Order stuff. Gotcha. And other just shows. Because I think he even ended up on like NYPD Blue or something. You can look it up on his IMDb. And John Munch, John Munch, and like all these different shows. Speaking of wrestling being fake. <laughs> I guess he, he was
5: on one episode of The Wire as John Munch in 2008. Which I think was the last season.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Oh. But speaking of, yeah, wrestling being fake, what? Ah, never mind. <laughs> were you going you to talk about Razor Ramon? Who? Razor, Razor Ramon? No. The bad guy? He The shirt? Front and back?
4: What? No, I was going to bring up, I, I heard that Lesnar actually punched Braun Strowman in the face. It was like a year ago. Right, like a while ago. Because he accidentally kneed Lesnar in the face. So (laughs) then Lesnar actually punches him flat out in the face during a match. (laughs) He He wobbled him. He wobbled him. I remember watching a video of that not long ago. I was like, (laughs) wrestling's pretty cool again.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought you were going to bring up Razor Ramon. I don't know that one. Who, uh, Scott Hall? Do you remember Scott Hall? Yeah. He was Razor Ramon before he went to WCW to do the NWO. And, uh, when they, when they brought him in, he met with Vince McMahon and they're like trying to figure out what his character's gonna be. And, uh, Scott Hall's like, Well, Scarface is my favorite movie. Have you seen it? And Vince's like, No, I don't know what that is. And so he started doing his Tony Montana impression and, Huh. They borrowed pretty liberally from uh, Scarface during the early uh, couple months of, and years of Razor Ramon.
4: Oh, that's funny.
5: <laughs> like they had vignettes, and they were like straight up out like the same clothes in the car, and <laughs> he called everybody Chico and Mang, and <laughs> 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 he even stole the line, "I want everything that's coming to me."
3: The world. Everything in and it everything in it. Well you could confirm this, but this was a little fun fact in IMDB. Um it said it said uh Eddie Guerrero had a t shirt that was modeled on the poster and on the front it said Latino Heat, which was his nickname. On the back it said addicted to the heat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's true. All right. That's what I was talking about with the guy with the shirt. <laughs> Latino <laughs> oh. heat.
5: He's <laughs> not the only one that said the? Uh, a, like a parody of that logo Okay It's like the, the two-tone It's like black and white And then mm-hmm. he's in the middle Okay That one Kind of looking down A little bit But yeah, Yeah That's a pretty popular one to parody Hey everybody Here's some fun facts
3: So We're gonna get into You know Tony being there's an assassination attempt on his life, and there's a clown performing that gets shot a bunch. And this was kind of the fun fact is this was like the big contention the MPAA had with it. They didn't like how many times the clown was shot on screen. Apparently,
5: I don't think he was really a clown though. He just had a funny mask.
3: Yeah, but uh, he, had well, he was
5: a, fat. Well, yeah, I think he wasn't like a traditional and, clown. But yeah. like, he didn't have yeah. like face paint or colorful hair or anything. He was just like a caricature yeah, yeah but he's and then he would, he would dance He would dance to music Dance, dance, dance
3: <laughs> Um. So the fun facts This is from IMDb Strangers in the night
5: <laughs> Exchanging <laughs> glasses
3: <laughs> Said when uh, Director Brian De Palma submitted the film To MPAA they gave it an X rating He then made some cuts And resubmitted it a second time Again the film was given an X rating one of the reasons apparently being that Octavio the Clown was shot too many times. He yet again made some further cuts and it submitted it a third time. Yet again, it was given an X. De Palma refused to cut the film any further to qualify it for an R. He and producer Martin Bregman arranged a hearing with the MPAA. They brought in a panel of experts, including real narcotics officers, who stated that not only was the film an accurate portrayal of real life in the drug underworld, but ultimately it was an anti-drug film and should be widely seen. This convinced the arbitrators that the third submitted cut of the film deserved an R rating by a vote of 18 to 2. However, De Palma uh, surmised that if the third cut of the film was judged an R, then the very first cut should have been an R as well. He asked the studio if he could release the first cut, but was told that he couldn't. However, since the studio execs really didn't know the difference between the different cuts, that had been submitted, De Palma released the first cut of the film uh, anyway. It wasn't until the film had been released on video cassette months later that he confessed that he had released his first unedited and intended version of the film. Mm, that's pretty cool. Good for him. Yeah. So apparently nothing's really cut out. Like I said, that cool. chainsaw, like little cut that he did from that scene, uh, that was intended because he wanted to make it a little more like Psycho. Right. Leave a little more to the imagination. So they make an attempt on his life. He gets shot once or twice, maybe in the shoulder. That's about it. He gets out pretty unscathed, and then he, what would you say, kind of comically shoots the chandelier haphazardly, and it falls on the assassins and kills him. Mm-hmm. Very luckily. Well, he shoots him in the legs. He does shoot him in the legs, but. Yeah. Um, what really ends him is that chandelier falling on him.
5: Yeah, I had a couple of quotes that I liked from just before that when he was talking with Mel and Frank. Okay, Mel goes, uh, "Every day above ground is a good day," mm-hmm. which is a good line. And then, uh, <laughs> then Tony says to Frank, uh, "The only thing in this world that gives orders is balls." And then he like implies that Frank don't have balls. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That he does. Right in front of Elvira.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks like she hasn't been fucked in a year, dude. Just just starts
5: peacocking.
3: (laughs) Hey, women, find balls more attractive than you think. I just learned about that in that South Park episode. That's what I heard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So then he goes to confront Frank at Lopez Motors, but beforehand he has one of his buddies call frank at 3 a.m. sharp to say the words uh, we fucked up he got away so he sets that up ahead of time him is and it, manny and chi chi nick the pig is doing the call right okay nick the pig that's a, i don't <laughs> know what that guy's name is i, I just f- see him kind of jogging around towards the end of the movie. future
5: best friend of elvira yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was curious who she's referring to when she made that comment because the other guy him. the other guy is ernie yeah, Ernie yeah. was Frank's guy, and then he yep. became Tony's guy. And then Nick the Pig was the guy, the
3: other one, the other okay. fat guy. Yeah, that makes, that makes, more, <laughs> makes more sense to me now, too. Okay, here's a clip from Frank's office at the dealer's dealership.
1: Hey, Frank, you're a piece of shit. Tony, what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about, you fucking cockroach. What are you talking about? Come on, you listen to me, huh? Do you know what a is, Frank? That's a pig that don't fly straight. Neither do you, Frank. Hey, Tony, why the
0: fuck would I hurt you? I brought you in. So we had a few differences, huh? No big deal. I gave you your start. I was the one who believed in you.
1: I stayed loyal to you. I made what I could on the side, but I never turned you, Frank. Never. For you. A man ain't got his worth. It's a cockroach.
4: (laughs) Fucking cockroach again. I had uh, that scene. The shot with him and the sling. and The gun on the table. Black and white poster in my bedroom. Nice. In high school. No, I was to say, I didn't see it in college. No. Nice. It's pretty sweet.
5: I would have preferred it in color,
4: though.
3: What's that? I would have preferred it in color. Ah, It's yeah. an $800 suit. Okay? I like the black and white. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Black and white on the, post, the theatrical poster. Yeah.
5: I got uh, the Say Hello to My Little Friend poster. It's still up at my apartment right now. There you go. There it is.
3: You preserved that bad boy. You've been careful with that one. Must have been lasting a long time.
5: I got it in college, so. So a long time. Actually, I got all my posters in college. Yeah. Most of them. There are a couple that I got later, but.
2: Eh, yeah.
4: I had Scarface on one wall and Tupac on the other one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Was that the double middle finger Tupac poster?
4: No. He uh, it, it just has like his arms crossed. And then it has like a quote. Underneath it, Camera with
3: the quote. Oh that's right Okay Yeah I remember that one I think
4: Cause then when I went to college I think the Scarface Got ruined In the process So then mm-hmm. I replaced it with An even Larger Johnny Cash picture Yeah Where he's <laughs> flicking off the camera
3: Okay <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of Yeah So then uh, He just has Manny shoot him I'm, I'm not gonna shoot you Frank He has Manny Shoot this piece of shit Mm-hmm mel's like starting to try to saddle up to tony well, i told him you know went too far.
2: <laughs>
3: and then uh so he kills mel as well i think he shoots mel and mel's like you can't shoot me i'm a cop and whoever said you was one because <laughs> at the babylon club he doesn't say i'm a cop
2: he says he? i'm a detective is he? He yeah. says I'm a detective? Okay.
5: Yeah, I, I thought he introduced himself as being in the, the, the uh, narcotics he's department. Like, or he walks up and he's Tony, like, hey, baby. Tony. <laughs> he's like, do you remember me? He goes,
4: Mel Bernstein, detective. So Tony okay. refers to him as a detective. Hmm. Yeah. Okay.
3: You want a jar, Bernie? <laughs> sure, Tony. <laughs> so Ernie's the only guy left out of Frank's crew because he's the only one that Tony can trust. Tony hires him. Such a nice guy, Tony. He gave him the night off. he <laughs> call me tomorrow. <laughs> so at least he had the night off. Well, it's off. already 3 right. <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. What do you want? Well, <laughs> Tony needs around the clock. <laughs> so then we get The World is Yours. Well, Push it to the limit montage.
5: There's also the scene where he, he pulls out the Every Dog Has His Day line, mm-hmm. which is also very popular. Yeah. Oh. With kids these days. It's very
3: popular. And their rap musics. Kids <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> 2000s. So then we get to the Push It to the Limit montage, which is a fantastic montage. Oh, my God. Yeah. All this this bandfuls the- of money pulling up to that bank. Yeah, yeah. All those guys are just unloading duffel bags full of money. Yeah. It's not suspicious to anybody. Well,
4: which, if you watch Cocaine Cowboys, there's, like live, there's real footage of shit like that yeah. happening where... Like, there's huge deposits of, like, just money and duffel bags going into banks.
5: Mm-hmm. Shit. Well, at first, the is just, like, grinning oh, ear to oh, ear. Oh. And then by, like, the third or fourth time, he's just like, fuck, another one. Because <laughs> we're all out of space. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But then they show all his businesses. He's got the Montana Management Company and, uh... It's like a realty company, isn't there? Or, like, Ma- Montana Travel Company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're when then, they're. Uh, Gina's uh, beauty uh, shop or whatever the third thing was.
4: Yeah, when they're counting money before he gets busted, he says, put it in Montana Realty Company.
5: Yeah. Yep. Too. Yep.
3: Gets married, gets
5: a tiger. Oh my god, that tiger. Who doesn't want a tiger? It's only like a 15 foot chain.
2: If <laughs> he he <laughs> brings <laughs> up
5: the tiger back when they're looking at vehicles. <laughs>
2: mm mm-hmm.
4: Way back when. Because Manolo is just fucking pumping Tony. Yeah, man. Oh, he's, he's like, this guy This guy is going to the zoo looking at tigers. What are you going to do with a tiger? He goes, riding the passenger seat with me. Maybe a female tiger. <laughs> 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 Maybe a female tiger. He's like a child so often in this movie. Per- uh, the I'm comic pretty- relief is just so good mm. because it's an intense fucking movie, but he is hilarious. What? Not the second half as much. But even mm-hmm. at the dinner scene, he's fucking funny.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mike Tyson bought a tiger because of this movie. Probably did.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: yeah, that makes sense. I'm pretty sure
5: anybody that's bought a tiger
4: bought it because <laughs> of Scarface.
3: Uh, but yeah, that seemed just so unsafe. It was just one little chain to a tree. There wasn't a fence around it. Well, there was a little stream in between yeah, them. Yeah, you, you could jump <laughs> across the three of those streams. He's <laughs> it scared. It's a tiger,
2: dude. It's like a cat. They don't like water. <laughs> not going to risk it.
3: Yeah, plus, they could have just gone up the bank and then over the bridge <laughs> and then come back around. <laughs> it was right next to a bridge. So, yeah, he he's just having good times. Money rolling in with Sosa. Just balling. And then uh, he starts... He's starting to get a little. Uh, I guess how do you say? Overexposed. He gets a little gluttonous. He starts to turn to a hasha. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a. And
4: he becomes paranoid.
3: I got a scene here from the bathtub.
1: <laughs> Somebody should do something about this. This horse, You're charging me ten points on my money. But like they're getting away with it. Fuck. It's no loss anymore. It, man. I mean, anything They've been around a thousand years, okay? They got all the angles figured out. Do you know what capitalism is? Get fucked. True capitalist if
0: ever I met one.
1: Uh-oh. Did you hear that? How would you know, bubble head? Do you ever do nothing, say, get your hair fixed and powder your nose? Look at you. You do too much of that shit, you know? Nothing exceeds like excess. You should know that. I should know what? What should I know? This fuck. What if, why do you have to talk to me like you that, that all the man, time, right? Like on. I gotta know something. Let me talk to you, man. Chance of the cytobump. Okay.
2: Okay.
0: Five to seven. Okay. okay?
1: I met with this guy The radish of on.
0: drug related violence that's plagued South Florida in recent
1: months Just go for it hour, hour, this one guy. to ask a question. How, with a small law enforcement budget, can you put a dent on an estimated $100 billion
0: a year business? It seems at times all you can do is put your finger in the dike and pray. Put your fingers in the dike,
1: mate.
0: Only only place you can get your fingers... The problem is the way prohibition was solved. Not by outlawing the substances,
1: but by legalizing and taxing them. These voices say... That will drive out the organized crime element. I am not one of those voices. I know that, but you know why, Vic? Because you got your head up your culo. That's right. The fucking guy, he never tells the truth, motherfucker. ...the splendor of our city at its best. It's those guys, mate. It's the fucking bankers, the politicians. They're the ones that want to make coke illegal. So that they can make the fucking money, and then they get the fucking votes. They're fighting the bad guys. They're the bad guys. For anything and anyone. Can't you
3: stop saying fuck all the time? Can't you stop talking about money? It's boring, Tony. What
1: is this going for, Mike? Boring? What's boring? You're boring. Oh. Money, 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 money. Money, that's all I ever hear in this house. Money, look at it. Pelican, fly. Come on, pelican. Here he is. Frank never talked about money. Oh. That's because he was so smart. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah he's just you can tell how coked out he is because yeah his attention span is about 2-3 seconds <laughs>
4: oh, he's like uh, if I don't like what you're talking
3: about I just turn <laughs> I just look at something else turns up the TV like numerous times <laughs> Manny's trying to set up the you know the meeting with Bomb, and he's yeah. looking at the TV and then she's talking oh look at the
5: pelican I got a pelican fly pelican fly do you have the the end of that scene?
3: no I cut it off there because that was long enough itself but um,
5: oh, the end of it's like the best part.
2: Oh.
3: the whole thing is the best part. But I can't just put the whole. I can't put the whole movie.
5: Anything beats lying around with, all day waiting for me to fuck you. <laughs> I was only kidding, Elephant I was only kind. So you don't have the part where he goes, "Who put this thing together? Me. That's who. Who do I trust? Me."
3: No, I don't have it. Because that's like I don't know how you don't
5: have that line. Fucking
3: hey, man the whole scene it's like five minutes
5: i know that's the whole i i didn't know how to edit that down but like i'm like shit this is all great fucking a i heard that uh that uh come on pelicans line is what they used to teach him the cuban accent
3: yeah that's what i read too that that's like the line he used to get down the cuban accent and then go from there never mind that he's watching fucking
5: flamingos yeah
3: <laughs> yeah well <laughs> yeah. pelican <laughs> <laughs> Not paying attention to shit, <laughs> and yeah, they do bring up capitalism there again. Capitalism, you know, get fucked. That's all it is. And you know, Elvi makes the remark that you know he's a true fucking capitalist if she's ever seen one. Right. So I mean, I I get why some people talk about how this is a you know criticism of capitalism, but I don't know. It all starts with them escaping the horrors of communism. So I don't right. really see how. It makes communism look better, or I don't know. You could just say they're both corrupt, if you, I guess. If you really want. But I don't know. Maybe don't know it's a
5: you. referendum on greed. Yeah. If, if anything, but Gordon Gecko have, said that was good, though. If you equate greed and capitalism, I guess you can make that leap. But yeah, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a rags to riches story. It's uh, inspired <laughs> thousands of people to. Do better in the Yeah, lives. I think this was
3: actually It wasn't based off of that 1932 movie Scarface It was based off of The Jerk You ever seen The Jerk? That's <laughs> a Rags to Riches To Rags story <laughs> But then to Riches again Well. Because his family members Invested that money <laughs> Tony
5: He's not around long enough To go back to Rags But If you're gonna go out uh, That's the way to go out
3: Yeah I guess the Opti-Grab is, You think that was worse than Coke? Everyone went cockeyed <laughs> I know you make up your own mind. So yeah, Manny sets up a deal with Seidelbaum. and he was going to be a new connection to launder the money. Correct?
4: Yeah, that's how I took it.
3: Because I think he said meant I heard a ninety-seven number, so it looks like he was going to be able to keep ninety-seven percent. No, I think
5: this, he said he was going to take five to seven.
3: Okay, five to seven. And the other the guy was taking ten. Like ten, yeah. yeah. Something that's always confused me. It's really random, but so they're counting up the money. Somebody says subtotal is two hundred eighty-three thousand one hundred seven dollars and sixty-five cents. Where the fuck did the sixty-five cents come from? Why would there ever be anything other than an even dollar amount?
5: I don't know. know.
3: Sixty-five. Who, who's putting in change to buy wholesale drugs?
4: Maybe they made a deal and then stopped at the gas station with the money and <laughs> <laughs> just burnt some of it. And then, and going, then like oh, ma- put-
3: <laughs> Tony's like, oh, I got I got some change in my goes, pocket. Just Let wait, me throw that just in. Wait, <laughs> just <laughs> wait. Just wait. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Bought a pack of gum on the way here. <laughs> Want to get the 65 cents in. Because I think what they call out is it's supposed to be an even dollar amount, right? It's supposed to be, because 283000 is short of whatever it's supposed to be. It's like $1,500
4: short. Yeah. Yeah. Is what he says.
3: But yeah, that always confused me. Like, why the fuck is there change in there? It doesn't make any sense. But anyways, um, so yeah, that bomb was a... A real dick because mm-hmm. he was working for the police. Was they a, were all cops yeah. pretty much in there. They had a camera up in the clock instead of the 12. It was just a circle or a hole with a camera in it. I think
5: this is an obvious homage to Al Capone, though, because that's what they got him on was money laundering and tax evasion. Yeah. Syphilis, I think, ultimately
3: <laughs> <laughs> um so but he's out on bail like that like they he was in, apparently not a flight risk they just let him right the fuck out well fuck the bail amount well, was five mil 83 yeah, that's yeah, still,
4: that still a fucking lot. high as shit yeah, which is like, kind of stupid to think about because you think the judge would be knowledgeable enough to know like you'd think yeah, he'd a he'd a he's got a lot of money you'd <laughs> so think he'd he's be a out. flight
3: risk yeah well, he's meeting yeah. with Sosa like the next day. He's well, in he's got, again.
4: He, he's got ins and outs. So maybe he, he rigged it up that he just had to pay bail.
3: Because mm-hmm. he heads right over to Sosa's. He's got the best lawyer. <laughs> he does have a good lawyer. Um, <laughs> and they're all meeting at Sosa's, and they're discussing this guy that they need a whack because he's going to give a speech to the UN, and it was about uh, you know dangers of narcotics or something like that.
4: They call out Sosa specifically. Yeah, they, they, the uh, narcotics
3: trade. They uh, called out all the drug people in Bolivia. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: I think the real highlight of this scene, though, is that fucking just balling-ass TV Sosa has. That the picture project- frame? Well, yeah. yeah, that projector. An 83? Yeah.
3: I know. That, uh, that projector. That was the shit. <laughs> my, uh, it was
4: edited very badly in the movie, but... <laughs> my brother's frat great idea.
3: had that projector in college. I don't know if it's that specific one, but it had the three different color bulbs. Okay, it was that type of projector. I mean, they obviously didn't have a cool baller ass picture frame on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> that's what sealed they it. They just had a screen. Right. But yeah, need the yeah, picture but that frame. That was. Yeah, that projector would have been baller in '83. Yeah, or '82. And shows. nobody
4: even comments that in the room. It's like, can somebody just bring up? You know, Sosa's like, let me turn on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> you can see TV's right there. It's a it's a work of art. <laughs> that's it's not a picture. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's a moving picture. <laughs> I get it. You get that's my news he, on it.
4: That's why he's so upset.
5: Nobody commented on his TV. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to send Alberto the shadow in, uh, to New York. Just to get it. But he doesn't know his way around America too well, and he don't speak English, so Tony's got to be his
3: guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, Right before that, there's a very uncomfortable dinner that takes place at a very nice restaurant. Arguably the best scene in the entire movie. (laughs) Did you get this whole scene? Not the whole scene because it's pretty long. (laughs) But uh, I think I take up after uh, him and Elvira get into a fight as they want to do after they get married. And basically the whole movie, except for two scenes where she's kind of like, hey, he's okay. (laughs) Um, She just needs a Coke that's it yeah, she, that's she
4: probably, hangs out with who has most coke in town
3: yeah and uh, he he makes the comment that you know she can't even have or he can't have kids with her because her uterus is so polluted probably from all the coke use and you know anything else that she's done uh, also you know not eating much that can lead to complications with your reproductive organs shouldn't have an appetite can't imagine why <laughs> so uh, yeah I got a clip from there
1: You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You know why? You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say that's the bad guy. So, what I make you? Good? You're not good. You just know how to hide. How to lie. Me, I don't have that problem. Me, I always tell the truth. Even when I lie. So say goodnight to the bad guy.
3: <laughs> Charlie Kelly? Anyone? <laughs> say goodnight <laughs> to the bad guy. What's the other famous uh, guy who does that scene in a movie? Or a TV show?
5: Well, Cartman did it on South Park at yep. the talent show.
3: Yeah. Another South Park Scarface reference. Um, God, who else am I thinking of? You cut
5: him off before he said, last time you see a bad guy like me again.
3: Yeah, because that was such a part of the <laughs> quote. It is. It Say is. Uh, out to the bad guys, the climax. That's when uh, I end the clip. The
4: one line that I grew to love because of the movie Friday was the Quaalude line. <laughs> yeah. Another Kueh Lord and she'll love me again. Because <laughs> Smokey yells it in the Scarface voice on Friday. Avira, Avira, That's okay. She'll be back. Another Kueh Lord and she'll love me in the morning.
5: Ain't I right? Ice Cube's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, man. I always love the line, I always tell the truth even when I lie. <laughs> That's, that is freaking...
4: I don't even know what that means. I'm not gonna lie. I don't like that one. I'm like Tony. You're too much. You're killing it the whole movie, and now you're just shit faced, talking to the fucking restaurant, just rambling. Just in there, like Ernie's like, wrap it up, Tony. Wrap
3: it up. They're like paying off all the you know the managers of the restaurant. Yeah, we'll get them out of here. There's probably <laughs> they're fucking five ten grand in
4: the background when they're fighting. They're keeping a forever. Like it's all right. You just back it up.
3: So then he goes to new, new york. york he will kill you <laughs> well, there,
5: there's a line in there too that tech nine references one of his songs so i was hear that it's uh, is this it is this all what it's all about manny eating drinking fucking sucking snorting and then he goes on and on mm-hmm.
3: snorting <laughs> snorting shooting sucking <laughs> black sheep <laughs> Wrecked him, damn near killed him <laughs> But yeah, that that line's in a Tech Nine song,
5: so I hear it a lot.
3: All right, Uh, yeah. So that's off to New York. Where it seems like Tony is sober's up for this. It's almost like he's like being responsible. I think he still does like a couple of bumps. But he's like pretty even keel in New York. Yeah,
5: Budweiser on the dash. Yeah. Well, he
4: takes. They're all pounding
5: He takes that makeshift
4: paper envelope of coke and like (laughs) sniffs it. He's like. Because he, right? <laughs> he talks shit about Alberto. <laughs>
3: mm. Yeah, Alberto is just constantly like talking to himself. He's talking to Spanish, but like that's pissing Tony off. Like well, don't fucking talk re- in Spanish. He kept repeating himself. Yeah.
5: What time. You only got to tell me one <laughs> <He> time. <laughs> Reminded <laughs> of me of my dad. <laughs> 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 well, they planted, a, Alberto planted a bomb on the the dude's car. And then they're gonna follow him to the the UN and set it off, but uh, they had different uh, routine that morning.
3: Yeah, wife and daughter comes out. It's just two, kids, two, no kids. Wife, two kids,
5: no kids, no
3: kids. Yeah,
4: Tony's got standards. Tony's such a nice guy.
3: Tony's got principles. He gave Ernie a job. He doesn't kill women and children, you know, unless it's coke. <laughs> I always like the I always like the part where they show the two
5: kids doing patty cake in the back of the car, like because it's so fucking fake, yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't fit. Like everything else is kind of realistic and, yeah. and gritty and shit, and then it's just like the most fake, like kids pretending to do patty cake. So uh, not yeah. buckled in. They weren't buckled in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 83. eighty three. They're they living buck- life a luxury. They were yeah. standing on the back seat, looking out the back window on that little uh,
3: ledge. It was Below such a nice vehicle. car. You didn't need seat belts in those cars. Yeah.
4: Seat belts are optional They probably
3: had curtain airbags on those those fuckers, even in eighty-two. They should have quick stopped. That
2: would teach them.
3: <laughs> you stopped short with my wife? <laughs> you did the move? <laughs> Doing my move. Uh stop short.
2: <laughs>
3: Big Mike and uh in the plant side, he stop short with the little kid in the passenger seat. Notice that? Yeah, it saved <laughs> his life. I didn't yeah. see the blind side. <laughs> yeah, he's riding with, uh, I guess, his adopted family's littlest boy, mm. and they get into an accident. So he puts his arm out because the kid's not really wearing a seatbelt. He saves him. I guess that's. But you're you supposed the gist is yeah he saved him because he put his arm over in a crash even though when well, you hit something his, everyone's going forward
5: right. His protection instincts are so high or something like that. (laughs) Then he went on to have a mediocre NFL
3: career. Yeah. (laughs) That he did. All right. So, yeah, he shoots Alberto right in the head. What do you think about that?
5: Fuck that. I fucking kill you, motherfucker.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So then he gets back home. He's. He's wondering about Elvira. She still hasn't talked to anyone or shown up. Okay, she'll come back later. You know? I mean, he was
5: trying to find Manny because he, he
3: left Manny in charge.
5: Yep. And he keeps calling and Manny won't... Nobody knows where the fuck he is.
3: Yeah. And so does he Does he find Manny and Gina before he talks to Sosa on the phone? Yeah. Okay. Because
4: he talks to Sosa on the phone at the house through yep. the phone.
3: Mm-hmm. As he's doing coke. As he's doing coke, I think. <laughs> and then Gina comes in after that. right? Oh, yeah. Boys he was, he
5: was yep. dumping the coke out of his little uh, box or whatever he kept yeah. yeah. it in, which I'm sure that box is made specifically for that purpose. I was thinking when I was watching this, how many different things that were that they had that were manufactured specifically for doing cocaine. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm i sure they're mass uh, marketed and sold and. Retail stores and
3: one of the bits I saw on IMDb, it was, you know, I'd take it with a grain of salt, but it said that what the coke was was, was used was powdered sugar because there's a bunch of rumors that, you know, maybe Al Pacino actually snorted real cocaine, and that Brian De Palma has never said what the actual substitute was, hmm. so it's kind of a rumor that oh well, maybe it was real coke. Some I mean they didn't buy a big mound of coke. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, know what their budget but it, was, but. It, it would have been, been possible, <laughs> I could see, for like minor scenes with small amounts of coke. But I guess Al Pacino has said that from all that powdered milk that it like ruined his nose like forever. Maybe not oh, ruined I'm it, sure. but it changed it forever. He goes, "And you know, my nose is never the same after that." Mm-hmm. But uh, didn't Jonah Hill get hospitalized for snorting fake cocaine on uh, the Wolf of Wall Street? I'm not sure. In Easy Rider, we talked about how Peter Fonda, um. Dennis Hoppert prompts him it was going to be real coke, but it wasn't. It was powdered sugar. He Mm. said that burned like hell. Oh, I bet. So I'm guessing powdered milk would have been a step up, a better alternative. (laughs) (laughs) And then again, you don't really have to sniff it unless the camera's right on you. Right. Right. You could just blow air out your nose really fast. It kind of looks the same. If you just have the little lines. If you're in a big mound, it's just going to go poof. But if it's just like a little line that whole line will kind of disappear pretty fast. If mm-hmm. you <laughs> uh, So, yeah. How does he find out Regina and Tony's at? Oh, it's right. From his mom. His mom. yeah, Because she followed him through the address. mom keeps
4: calling down. looking for Gina because Gina won't come home.
3: I like how she remembered
5: the address. She's like, I don't know where it was. And then she, like, just recalls the address just like that. It's exact House number and street and everything. That's
3: what also tells me that it's Manny's house because before this, you think she would have known what Gina's house was after, you know, she has her new business that Tony bought for her. You think even the mom would know where the house is. Yeah. Cause she would probably look for her at her house and well, she's not there. Followed yeah. her with a strange man that I didn't recognize. But yeah, that's like, why the, f- how the fuck does Tony not know where Manny or Manny lives?
5: Either either it was Manny's house or they they moved to a new house together after they got married.
3: The same day. Well, they said it <laughs>
5: a couple days ago they got married.
3: I thought they said they got married that day.
5: Yeah. No, I
3: swear she said a couple days ago. They yeah, were gonna tell him as a surprise. Surprise, Tony. <laughs> From a distance. I did, I did what you told me not <laughs> to like, do. They were like, we're going to tell you not
4: this close up.
5: <laughs>
4: At a very, very far distance. <laughs> oh, man.
5: At least it wasn't that guy that fucked her in the bathroom of the Babylon Club. Or tried to.
3: Yeah. What was and like Manny was names. with a girl in bed just not too long before this. I was just thinking, how did he get her in
5: bed? Because he failed with every other girl that they showed him on screen interacting with.
3: Yeah, well, he started to get money in coke, and
5: I suppose. Didn't you hear it before? I get the money, <laughs> and you get the power, That's Then you true. get the girl. <laughs> I guess they, I guess they didn't film that scene where he got the girl. They just, just assume that. It's Probably paid for that one. <laughs> he let her answer the phone.
3: Yeah. She, she seemed to did. know Tony. Hi Tony. Hey Tony. <laughs> Tony's like oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> put manny on <laughs> manolo <laughs> so pacino <laughs> the freak out music comes on again and he just immediately shoots him manny twice it's got to be Two done or three times
4: he well, him. well yeah
3: kills him right away manny answers well, the
5: door and uh, uh tony's like well where you been and then he sees gina like Bruh, and then mm-hmm. he just pulls the trigger
3: as soon as he sees gina
5: because that's a rational reaction
2: yeah you know,
3: um so Tony's a little bit down after this. <laughs> kind of slumps his way back to his house um and this is kind of when the his fall self destruction is complete, I guess he gets back to his house, Sosa calls him, and he has that bitching match with him over the speaker phone mm-hmm. and they go to war, but Sosa's already put things in motion. he's like ten
5: steps ahead.
3: And his men are swarming Tony's compound. (laughs) It was a big mountain of coke. Because he already had the, he dumped the coke out of the box. And then he must have had a couple of keys that he just cut open.
5: Yeah, there were a couple bags up there.
3: And just as a mountain of coke.
5: Yeah. He had at least a couple bags of of coke that were kilos or or more.
3: Yeah, he takes one or two bumps. And then uh, Gina comes in. You want to fuck me, Tony? Which just kind of makes that whole storyline come full circle. Circle, okay. Are you really trying to fuck your sister? What's going on here? Yeah. Like I can see him being protective, but, and I mean, yeah, that one douchebag that uh, took her in the bathroom. You know, I can understand that too.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But I mean, just before he even does that, he just sees her on the dance floor with a guy, and he's who the fuck is that? Right. That's like but he doesn't trust dude. anybody. Yeah.
5: So I think
4: yeah,
3: it's like stone cold Steve. Austin. I
4: don't know if he actually wanted to fuck her. I don't, I don't know, know if he was, if it was like that. I guess I never took it like that. I did enjoy that she was like almost poking fun at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty aggressively. Like, if you, you mean, won't Tony? fucking let me be around anybody.
5: I could, I don't, yeah, I agree <sighs> that he probably didn't want to fuck her, but I could see it from Gina's point of view. Like, well, shit, you won't let me be with any other guys. Yeah. You know?
4: Be... She's the first one to shoot Tony. She pops him in the leg.
2: Yep. Yeah.
5: You
4: don't feel it. He's Well he feels that one. He doesn't feel the fifty other bullets that come <laughs> like <run. laughs> yeah.
5: Well then there's a guy climbing up his balcony at the same time too. Yeah. It's that giant has grappling hook. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: Um he so just
5: un- he unloads on Gina, just fucking puts about a hundred in her in her chest.
3: Yes, Tony kills him, then goes gets his assault rifle with grenade launcher. Well, he can't figure out that Gina's dead. He's like <laughs> yeah, That's so funny. I wrote that down, too. <laughs> he's like, wait here. <laughs> wait here, Gina. <laughs> She's not going anywhere.
5: So, he, yeah, he's so out of his mind, he, he can't even tell that his, his uh, sister is dead and just riddled with bullet holes. But uh, he starts seeing, well, Chi-Chi comes and starts knocking on the door, like, Tony, let me in, Tony, let me in, and then they, they blow him away. And yep. he goes, I don't like the sound of what's going on
2: out there. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Let me check my monitors. <laughs> yeah. so he takes a look at the security monitors. He's, there's he goes, uh, about 30 guys yup. out there. <laughs> uh,
3: hey, everybody, here's some fun facts. I read that apparently Steven Spielberg was friends with De Palma at the time. And uh, they always kind of wanted to collaborate with each other. So uh, apparently that day he was on set was during the early part of them filming this scene, the shootout and that De Palma actually let Steven direct some of the shots. I saw one of them was like, he was in charge of like that uh, low angle shot when they're running into the house at first into the actual house Mm -hmm. was from that low angle in the corner. And another one I saw was the, I think the grappling hook shot people going up, uh, going up the back. So I guess Spielberg actually technically directed a couple of these scenes yeah i read that
4: too Uh, one or a few scenes from that shootout were spielberg's Mm. i didn't see which one specifically so it's kind of cool to know which ones
3: and he didn't want uh credit for the movie because you know this was he wanted this to be known as de palma's vision so it wasn't like a special guest director quentin tarantino type of deal yeah but of course in sin city tarantino i think directed a whole scene not just a couple different just shots. just like
4: shots. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense.
3: But anyways, I thought that was pretty cool. Kind of a decent shootout, but uh, let's just get the clip you all came here to see or listen to, I guess.
1: You want to play this? Okay. I'll play with you. Come on. Okay. You want to play with us? Okay. Uno. Say hello to my little friend. Okay. You want to play
3: with us? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You
2: that? Huh? You want more?
3: <laughs> Fucking cockroaches. Mm-hmm. Crawling across his compound. It's always been pretty cool to watch how coked out he is. That he can just take all those bullets. I mean, that's the... Not that it's always scientifically or accurate, but that's the gist. Is like he can take all those bullets and keep on ticking a little while longer because his body is just so jacked on coke. Yeah, that it'll. (laughs) I mean, he probably would have died from an overdose if he wasn't shot so many times. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure he had one hell of a tolerance, but kind of can blow when uh, his kid is born, and uh, (laughs) he's having trouble getting her to the hospital because he just keeps on doing more coke and more coke and he kind of tweaks out at the doctor's office yeah <laughs> kind of like on Dean, and it was like i can't remember how many times the like lethal dose of like a, of a normal person his tolerance Ow. was so just famously huge that it was just like oh yeah he can just handle that <laughs> 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 probably pure shit too he was getting straight from bolivia right from the source uncut right. that's you you have to cut it. it for himself yeah he stomps on it after well
2: oh oh <laughs> jesus christ
5: <laughs> i love tony just shit talking them as as they're shooting at him take
3: your fucking bullets
5: <laughs> i'm tony montana you fuck with me you fucking with the best
3: yeah i've heard that in a couple of rap songs too yeah just that clip <laughs> <laughs> it's funny like the certain songs you'll hear where they just play clips mm-hmm. actual audio yeah cocaine's a hell of a drug <laughs> <laughs> as rick james famously said
5: i live how, the, how that's where it ends he gets blown out, uh, out the, over the railing from the back with the shotgun and then just into the pool and then that's it and it pans by the world is yours yeah
4: I well, thought it, I thought it was a it was an appropriate ending. Yeah, because it's like he rose quick and then he fell quick. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what else I would have wanted to see. Sosa talking no, <laughs> No. <laughs> that was it. Michelle Pfeiffer, where does she go? Fucking <laughs> like in knows? New York
5: City, Gotham, <laughs> getting ready. <laughs> I always kick myself because when I was in college. Uh, It was at Spencer's Gifts And they had like a a mini version Of that the world is yours statue But it was like 40 bucks And I'm like man I don't know So I didn't buy it and now Like you can't find it anywhere Like they discontinued it And like the legit ones are like Hundreds or thousands of dollars now (laughs) I'm like fucking hey man I could get one for 40 (laughs) (laughs) Shit
3: yeah I love that shot of him falling into the water it's weird too because it seems like the water is just clear and then when he hits it's instantly red when it's like splashing out mm-hmm. it's kind of cool they did that they must have I guess I'm not really sure if they had something on the stunt person or whatever fell into the water that reacted in a certain way if it was like a dye that instantly changed it yeah it seems like it's red water that splashes out yeah but it's kind of a cool shot and yeah and that's that's the end. He really pushed it to the limit, if you will,
5: mm-hmm.
3: ah. and then he crashed and burned.
5: Walked along the razor's edge. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> anything else about the ending? I have uh, some fun facts, but if you guys want to talk about the ending a little while longer or something, anything else jump out at you?
4: Uh, no, I don't think so. I think we covered any. it pretty well. Okay. film was dedicated to Howard Hawks and that Ben Hecht. Yep. Yeah. Here's
3: a fun fact. Uh, when Scarface was re-released in 2003, the studio wanted De Palma to change the soundtrack so that rap songs inspired by the movie could be used. De Palma refused. <laughs> <laughs> well,
5: they did release an album that year, music inspired by Scarface. And it does include uh, Nas, Mob Deep, Cam'ron, Notorious B.I.G., Scarface, the rapper Scarface, Jay-Z, N.W.A., uh, Wu-Tang Clan, Joe Budden, Grandmaster Flash, DMX, Lil' Kim, The Locks, Ice Cube, Styles and Breeze, uh, Freeway, Beanie Seagull, uh, Shine, it's a uh, double album or what? Jesus, probably. No, there's, there's a lot of there's collaborations. There's 23. There's 23 tracks, but like,
2: yeah, it's double there's album. about five or
5: six uh, yeah. clips from the movie. Mm. Well, some of them are collabos. They're not. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then the the Dipset and Mob Deep again, but most of the songs on there either have lines from the movie that they they reference or. They sample the songs from the soundtrack or uh, just are about drugs. (laughs) And Rick Ross is,
4: I don't know how many songs he has with some type of Scarface theme. And he did Push It, which Mm -hmm. basically was just a remix of Push It to the Limit. That's the one
5: I'm familiar with. I don't listen to a lot of Rick Ross. But But I know Ice Cube's got a lot. The World Um, is Yours.
4: By Nas off Illmatic, which is one of my favorite songs. Um, the title was at least inspired by Scarface.
2: Yeah.
3: Wish Jason could add some tracks that I he I kind of wanted him to be part of it, <laughs> just to experience
2: that.
3: <laughs> Here's a fun fact. Uh, apparently, the international corporation set up by Saddam Hussein to launder money from his various enterprises was called Montana Management, after the Scarface
5: <laughs> film. <laughs> i read this that's funny that was like the first one in the montage yeah
3: um apparently de palma liked the script so much that he dropped out of directing flash dance to direct this oh film oh my god can you believe it
2: <laughs> well, i guess it turned it turned out well for
3: me uh. since i flash dance turned out so well And hey, we got de palma scarface and flash dance best of both worlds
5: i forget who's the one that who who actually directed Flashdance, do you remember? Because he I did forget. a bunch of those other movies that um, were just like that. Or he did a lot of the uh, the late 80s, early 90s, uh, I guess you'd call them uh, sexual thrillers. Directed by Adrian Lin. Yeah. like he did Indecent Proposal, Fatal Attraction,
3: Jacob's Ladder. I think he did Basic Instinct. Unfaithful was his last one in 02. That was another erotic yeah thriller he did a lolita remake in 97
5: yeah that's like his shtick is like nine and a me.
3: half weeks foxes yep all right um so i don't know if i had any other fun facts maybe one or two more um so apparently when uh you know when montana dies the globe says the world is yours which is what flashed on a billboard when tony camante uh died in the original scarface uh it's also of course shown in that blimp earlier in the remake. Yeah. yeah.
5: Did you play the Scarface video game? No. No, I never it did. It starts off with the fucking shootout at the end and you have to survive it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking I don't know how many times I played that first fucking level. It, like I died so many fucking times. <laughs> like it starts off with the hardest part of the game. And then once you get by it, you get it's more like a like a GTA style type thing, but um, so it's I, like
3: it, it takes place after the movie. Yeah, kind of. you're supposed to survive and then supposed, do your own thing. Yeah, you're supposed to survive and then
5: you you play on. Huh. Um, but I am pretty sure there was a there's a feature in there where you're driving around and you, you can hit a button where he'll start taunting people on the street, and it'll just be <laughs> a, line, a line from the movie. <laughs>
3: Uh, I thought it was in- interesting that Lana Clarkson is credited as one of the women in the Babylon club scene, which features an intense gunfight, and 20 years later in 03, she would be shot to death by a legendary music producer, Phil Spector, at his home in L.A. Huh. Al Pacino later portrayed Phil Spector Al- in the movie Phil Spector in 2015. He did a lot of those 13. HBO. Uh, he, does he have a
5: deal with HBO where he's got to do all the biopics? <laughs> no
3: kidding. You don't know Jack and... Joe Paterno. Paterno. Wow. Fuck, he does everything over there. Did you do
5: Behind the candelabra too? Or is that somebody else?
3: That was Michael Douglas. Okay. And Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> According to the Family Media Guide, which monitors profanity, sexual content, and violence in movies, Scarface features 207 uses of the F-word, which works out to 1.21 F-bombs a minute. At the time of the film's release, uh, it was the most of any movie in history. I believe it was that record is broken by casino. Yeah. And then it might have been broken again.
5: I thought sure Wolf of Wall Street broke it.
3: Yeah, I think it did. I didn't so uh, two Scorsese movies. <laughs> my uh, my D V D has
5: a a special feature where it it'll have a counter on the screen for F bombs and for bullet shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I didn't
3: turn it on this time, but... I've done like, that. I used to have that DVD and I did it did up before. It was pretty I fun. I
5: can't uh, corroborate. We did it as a drinking game one
3: time, I think, in college. I, mean, I <laughs> think I we know. did for
5: F-Words. Oh.
3: Not bullets. So it gets to over 2,000 bullets. <laughs> <Yeah. know. laughs>
5: I was going to say. Just that last scene, it just keeps going up. <laughs> <laughs> like, both of them. Just boo, 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 boo.
3: I think the death count was something like 42... I guess. I might be sense. right. Yeah, uh, especially with all the stuff at the end. Right. But uh, yeah, I
5: think I was actually
3: thinking that's kind of
5: low, but I yeah. don't know. Maybe.
3: I don't know. Anything else you guys want to add? Anything we missed? Didn't go over? I don't know. It's
5: amazing. It's an amazing movie.
3: Yeah. It's a it's a watch this movie soonish. I would say.
5: At least.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah. It does hold up. I mean, yeah. it's a good
4: period piece. For Miami and eighties mm-hmm. flicks, but I don't know, the dialogue is still fucking hilarious. It's yeah. as funny as when I first watched it when I was <laughs> like twelve or thirteen.
5: Yeah, I don't I don't think it's it's feels dated at all, to be honest. Like, there, the mic with their oh
3: laptop. Whoops. Quit doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Quit bumping the, the table. table. You're talking and you're scratching my. you're talking. <laughs> I don't know. To me, it doesn't
5: seem dated, but maybe that's because I like it so much.
3: Yeah. But... Like I said, for me, too, it doesn't seem as dated, but that's because I love 80s movies and 80s music, so... This is awesome 80s movie with an 80s soundtrack and montage, and and obviously the performances are terrific. story's great. You know, Al Pacino's just a bamf. Hell, yeah.
5: yeah. It's no wonder that so many rappers... Just idolize him and wanted to be like him especially rappers that came out in the 90s
2: Mm.
3: in the movie juice tupac's watching the original scarface correct yeah not this one yeah that's how you go out that's how i want that's how i want top of the world top (laughs) of the world That's a
5: different movie
4: is that not scarface i've never seen the original scarface
5: no, um, shit, I just watched that one. Where goes, Is that
3: like an Angels with Dirty Faces or something?
5: Uh, that's all right, it. you don't
3: have to look it up.
5: It's, uh, the audience
3: can just know that I fucked up and it's not the original Scarface.
5: Because that's where um, fucking uh, Dice Clay got it from.
3: Okay. Top of the world, ma, top of the world. All right, well, I guess that will do it. Please reach out to us. You can email us at watchthismovie at yahoo.com. It was
5: White Heat. is the White top Heat. Top okay. The
3: Good call. Follow us on Twitter at watchthis underscore movie. You can check out our website at wtmwatchthismovie.com. And please rate and review, subscribe on iTunes and or Stitcher. We will check you later.
5: Guess we'll see you around. All right. Check you later. Bye. Later. Why
2: are you always such a dork, man? What are you talking Check about? You <laughs> Check you later. Check you later. Hey, man, you off my case.